The Ron and Fez Show starts right now.
let's get down to it, boppers. Oh, bodies. It's the Rana Fez show. On a beautiful day here in New York City. Science now tells us this is a Thursday or Thursday. Thirsty Thursday. Today is the day that you worship Thor. God of a hammer that only he can lift. And by the way, he's not so much a god as just being from another planet. Another planet where a hammer replaces the gun. There are people up there trying to get concealed. Hammer laws, it's a fucking problem. I located that big stick. Sticks and hammers. Boy, it didn't work out for him. He was so close to taking over Earth. He fucking opened the interdimensional portal. Iron Man flies a nuke into it. Oh, spoiler alert. Yeah, that did ruin it for me. <laughs> the fuck? And then fell back through space. Yeah. Slowly fell back through space. And yet... Movie of the year for the entire planet. All the costumes. They have a Hulk. They have a Hulk. All the costumes. Hulk can be nice. <laughs> you don't understand. I learned how to be nice, too. What the fuck was that? And here comes Captain America. Some of you people are letting down the old red, white, and blue. I'm from the 40s. When did we get so many stars up there? How the hell did Alaska become one of us? Uh, Batman cinematographer just, uh, as they say, put Avengers on blast for saying, you know, it basically looked like shit. (laughs) But um, it did look like it was shot with an iPhone. It was a fucking weird movie, and everyone just lost their shit over it. Everyone just couldn't get enough of it. It, 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 It was an extremely bright movie. Like, everything just took place on a very light blue day. <laughs> no cloud cover in fucking New York Just yay! Oh my god, there's a giant helicarrier crashing from the sky. Does cinematography matter to you? Do you uh, look yeah. for those? Yeah, that matters, yeah. That movie's got to look good. It's fucking visual format. Well, see, that's the thing when Barry Levinston was in here and he was talking about, you know, this phone, this thing being shot on phones and all and how interesting it is. But if you think back to the beauty of some of his earlier films, uh, The Natural is just absolutely gorgeous. And I wonder if we're going to lose that in filmmaking because, A, it's expensive because you have to light that and take all the time. And now we just you know shoot video and run. Well, I mean, yeah, and the, the, the prosumer cameras or whatever, anyone can have it and bang something out. Yeah, but it doesn't mean that they can make something great. Oh, no. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, yes, McDonald's is food, but that's it. And I I just wonder if it's almost like it's becoming fast food filmmaking. Um, It's all just there's more of it and there's more that we can take a look at. Um, So I think we have a poll up there. What looks better, I think, just from a cinematography point of view. And, of course, uh, Batman Rising is crushing. But how, what percentage do, does the Avengers have? Uh, 32%. That's ridiculous. That's 32% of people who get the cinematography confused with better villains or CGI. whatever. CGI. 
It was great. They were all friends at the end and eating a sandwich. Batman had one superhero. Avengers had eight. I don't even know if Batman could is technically a superhero. He's really a vigilante. He's a, yeah, he's a vigilante, but he doesn't have a single superpower. Yeah, he's just loaded and just really angry. No, but the same way, Iron Man, how is he a super uh, hero? I guess super intellect. He, yeah, he's super smart. He's like a genius. He's super powered. But he's the one who made the thing. Nobody else could have made that Iron Man suit. So does super intellect give you, is that a superpower? Yeah, because you're smarter than everybody else. And you're able to use that to, to your advantage. What about super sensitive? Would that make you a superhero? <laughs> that would... Like a person who could get his who could get his feelings hurt for almost no reason. That's a power. That's like a subpar power. It's not super. Um, but I guess you know, you know, to go back to it, <clears throat> yeah, the dark night rise, rises looks better, but does that matter to the kid audience? Do they really care about that at all? Uh, no, the vast majority, and, and that, and the fanboys of Joss Whedon who went out there in droves, uh, only care about. Oh my God, it's Joss Whedon! He's being funny in the what, movie. What else does, does Joss do? Because I can't keep up with he that. He did. Uh, he got a lot of he, Buffy the Vampire Slayer and um, Firefly. Okay, uh, those were like the two things everyone said oh, he's but, the man for. But th- those weren't super popular things the way this Avengers. Oh no, this is by far the most mainstream, gigantic blockbuster popular thing he's ever done. But most almost like else. anybody's ever done. I mean, it yeah. was really, <laughs> you know, it was really gigantic. Um, here's uh, Chris. Chris, you're on the Run and Fest show. I think it's really unfair to say these contemporary movies don't look as good. I mean, you know, if you look at especially kind of more B-budget fare from the 70s and 80s, they, they really couldn't light night scenes very well. No, know? no, I, I totally get that there's always been bad film, but are you are we going to do away with the high end? Yeah, but I mean, particularly within, in terms of The Dark Knight, I mean, you know, yes, it's a very darkly photographed film. It is The Dark Knight, you know, and, and it's... Um, you know, you saw think, both these films, right? Yeah, I, I did. One the, of them looked like shit. Can we agree to that? I, I would not say the Avengers look like shit. They had to contrast the Dark Knight series. I mean, the no, they of- don't. You don't. First of all, that would be like saying, "All right, that band has a great lead singer, so we won't." You know what I mean? <laughs> like the fact of the matter is, is, or even worse, like because Pet sounds sounds so fucking great. Then the Beatles would go, let's make our next album sound shitty. Come on, fuck, we'll show them. Like, let's keep a lot of marbles in our fucking pockets so that we're singing. People hear this weird clicking noise in the background. We're one-taking everything, no matter what happens, or no matter who's in the studio. <laughs> I, I don't... I, I, I could see that Marvel would want to do a lot of different things in tone uh, than The Dark Knight. But there's no reason to make the thing look like it was shot on a kid's video camera. It, you know, it, I mean... It's all CGI. It was all just every set was CGI. I mean, New York was CGI because they were destroying it. The fucking giant ship was CGI because it's fucking a giant uh, flying fucking air. Yeah, but I think that that even like from a a term of beauty, you can do those things and look great. You know, where this thing, it just looked like there was uh, it, it, it basically looked like someone shot it on videotape. And that's what the that's what this guy said. I don't know his name, who uh, works over 
on all the Batman films. Well, I guess that was his last one ever to do. Wally Pifster. Um, Kenny, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, I was wondering how come Captain America wasn't racist. He was raised up in the 40s. You know, that would actually be a fucking great angle for Captain America. Like, that he's just calling women, like, toots and stuff. <laughs> he's patting them on their asses. They're walking out. Really doesn't like Sam Jackson. Wait a minute. I'm thinking of Mitt Romney. I get those two <laughs> so fucking confused. He is like the Captain America of this. By golly. Oh, that's fucking weird. It's never, never had a drink. Strange. Oh, he's never had a drink in his life? Yeah. He's never had a drink because of the Mormon thing. Oh, that's going to be I find that bizarre. Yeah, and, like, he's, he's like a Super Bowl. Like, he just has a ridiculous amount of money, so... His people said that for the last debate, he practiced even sitting because he had never been on a bar stool before. And those are basic... They were basically bar stools that the two candidates had to sit on. He's... I mean, he has a, I get that he's never been in a bar, but isn't there a lot of places? <laughs> Your homes have bars in yeah, the kitchen. If your kitchen has a bar. He doesn't have one. His kitchen is bigger than your fucking house. <laughs> His refrigerator is bigger than the house you grew up in. You don't need that much food, Mitt. Christ Almighty. Well, when Mormon Jesus comes back, I want to be able to have a feast. He's got five growing boys. One of them said he wanted to take a swing at Obama. He said he was so mad when Obama was calling his dad a liar. Oh. He wanted to take a swing at him. This was on some um, fucking radio interview that he did. But then he also said uh, that his dad is terrified before a debate. And then he goes like this. Well, let me change that. Not <laughs> what's that what's a... the word that I'm looking for that sounds more leadery? Um, uh, Mike, Mike, you're on the Ron Fest show. Yeah, I was trying to think back the first movie that I even cared about cinematographer even realized what it was was uh, I don't know late 80s Highlander made me look at a movie instead of just looking at the characters and then you know I recently watched it again it doesn't really hold up but it was the first one to kind of take me somewhere other than just looking at faces I think that that's kind of an interesting premise uh, what you came up with is the first time that you ever saw a movie like that where you thought Wow, that's that's pretty spectacular, because a lot of the ones that I saw that uh, that I saw on TV first, but those kind of religious epics from mm -hmm. the 50s that they would reshow on TV, Spartacus and shit, and yeah. Ben-Hur, where you were going, even as a little kid, you're going like this. I don't think I've ever seen a movie so big. How many people are in this scene? <laughs> Where are they all going? Just giant fucking sets. Yeah, just gigantic. Everything <laughs> is gigantic. And it's just shot very lushly. It's, it's some gorgeous shit. Um, actually, we had a cinematographer in here. Miller's Crossing was a movie that I thought was gorgeous. Miller's when Crossing I was, was when beautiful. I was a little kid. And when I first saw it. And Mary Barry Seinfeld fucking rocked that shit hard. Well, also, you know, it doesn't have to be even gigantic. If you just go back and look at The Godfather, it's just fucking perfectly yeah. shot. Shot for shot. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. Just even the last scene of the first fucking, of the first one, it just blows your fucking head up. And then you start crying, didn't you? You're like, no. okay, in there. No. You're as bad as the rest of your family, Michael. You You're as bad. You said you wanted. You're so Italian. Santa Corleone. but Italian. What happened to that? I wanted you to be Senator Corleone or Ice Cream Man Corleone, <laughs> something we could have been proud of. I wanted you to be 
Mr. Culeon, the guy who's got the whack-a-mole stand down on the boardwalk. That's what I wanted for you, Michael. There's good money in that. Not stinking from olive oil. And blood. There is some talk right now of like a cross thing where they're talking about um, Godfather versus Predator movie. Oh, no. Because, you know, all these years we were always had that debate of who would win. Um, I never was in that debate. I think it's going to be over in three seconds. I think Predator's is going to destroy that old man. He is like a seven-foot fucking alien that could be invisible. All right, let's not make fun of seven-footers on a day like this when we got the big man coming in. <laughs> no, I'm just saying it's impressive. It's a large man. Seven-foot's a good thing. Is it? Oh, yeah. Or is it a terrible thing? <laughs> or a curse. <laughs> Um, here's uh, Will. Will, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, buddies. I will make a quick observation about the God, uh, the first two Godfather films. If, the way it was shot, if you every kind of establishing shot... It looks as if it could have been a portrait. That was uh, the cinematographer's um, idea the whole way, is every shot could be a portrait in and of itself, um, which is really cool when you watch it knowing that. Um, the second point I want to make, um, you know, you kind of have to take those Marvel and DC movies as the, you know, Marvel has a plan, they have a tone of how they want those movies to go, and it really reflects the comic. I'm not defending the quality of it. I'm not saying it's great cinema. But they certainly have a running theme as far as the creativity and the tone of the films. Because um, you're saying the two comic book series look so different. Well, and, and then I would say DC definitely has a different, you know, the, the books have a different tone. So I think the movies have a different tone. I think they. I wish you were in that audience so you could slap back at that guy. Because it's actually a very good point, and one that I didn't know because I don't read comic books. I did when I was a little kid, but I can't remember as much as. It did always seem to me like Marvel would be brighter, though. I don't know. I, I fucking thought it was awesome. I mean, I read the comics through the 90s, pretty much. You thought what was awesome? Marvel comic books. Yeah, but we're talking about this thing of one was like a lighter in tone. Oh, DC also had like... Well, DC was a lot lighter, too. I mean, they had some ridiculous fucking crap going on. and But DC also had like this imprint called Vertigo, where it had like Sandman and shit like that. Where it was like really dark, more adult-oriented comic books. Now, I'm not just talking about that. I meant the actual tone of the drawings. Were they darker? I thought like a shit like X-Men on the Marvel was 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 a pretty adult or remember you, you you don't understand. I'm just saying visually. Any visually did, did did they have different looks about it? Like there would be Oh, uh, I I'd say uh, Marvel was uh, more new school and bright and that that would uh, be the point. Okay. Uh here's uh, Mark Mark, you're on the run of fish. Oh, hey, Ron. You know, you're talking Christ. about the, these relatively <laughs> recent movies, but uh, some of the older ones, like John Ford's Grapes of Wrath from the late 30s, was shot in an amazing way. It just looked, every still frame could have been a still photograph. It's a really great fucking point, and that was in 1939. The m matter of fact, just thinks about the films that were made. In 1939, in the way that they look. Look, Citizen Kane came out that same exact year. And people still sit around and talk about trying to to shoot a movie that looks as good as that. 
But what was great, in those days, you could grind up children and run them through, so it wasn't as difficult. That was another thing that um, came up during the debate of this whole thing of, we're going to bring manufacturing jobs back here to the United States. No, we're not. That's not going to happen. No, because no one would do that work for 99 cents an hour. And well, you know, if they actually gave the rate the the uh, salaries people wanted. No one would buy the product; it would be too expensive. Well, yeah, that's that's exactly uh, correct. That then everybody would say, well, "Why is my iPhone so expensive?" Nine hundred dollars. And like people sit around and they bitch about prices of stuff. But what is this um, new iPad going to cost? Uh, I think the iPad Mini is going to be about three fifty. That can't be made for that. That <laughs> cannot be made. For that amount of money, and every new iPhone is two hundred bucks. Like the newest, like most fucking powerful fucking phone to come out. And next year there'll be another one. Right. It'll be two hundred dollars. No matter what, they'll they'll never. Apple isn't raising their fucking prices. It always stays at two hundred. <laughs> yeah, just two hundred. Come on, they're they're fucking. The Foxconn factories. There's plenty of stories on them. How terrible they are. Well, yeah, and all we have to do is look back at our own history and remember how horrible the manufactured jobs are. The manufacturing jobs didn't get any safety about them at all until probably the 60s. And even then, they would be pretty dangerous. Fucking insane. That was unions. Keeping shit together, right? Well, yeah, they would fight for those kind of things. But in this uh, country, we had children working in the beginning of the last century, in the the 1900s. I had a great-grandmother who went in um, to the mills, as they used to call it, which I guess had something to do Textiles. with cloth and stuff like that. Yeah. But when she was like nine, ten years old, and another one when uh, a, a grandmother, my my dad's mom, went in and was working in these plastic places when she was preteen. That's fucking crazy, man. And that was the norm, right? That was just like, hey, you're fucking ten years old, we need cash. How about helping out around here, <laughs> Mister <laughs> Fucking Food Eater? <laughs> And now you got fucking guys that are 30 that, you know, collect comic books and dress up like those people. And they live with their, you know, their parents and shit. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. You look like a 310-pound Flash. Did <laughs> you see my new Flash outfit? Yeah. I look like the Flash when I put it on. I know. I saw you at Comic-Con. I'm wearing it every day. Why? It's not a good look, man. Um, Sean, you're on the Run of Fish show. Hey, Ronnie B. You know, in 1940, when Gone with the Wind was released, it was epic, and it won almost every Academy Award. You think it would have been as big as if it had been in black and white? I don't... I See, I can't... There's something about that film that I can't sit and watch. It's almost... Like I'm watching a soap opera. I never watched. I never saw it. I just, you know. You should attempt it sometime because it is really, really long, and you will hear people talk about it uh, endlessly. Yeah, everyone's fucking. Yeah, people are, are always saying like Gone with the Wind's one of the best movies ever, highest grossing, whatever the fuck. You didn't see Gone with the Wind. No, I didn't see oh, Gone with the Wind. God. Yeah, I know. It's got everything. I guess romance, action. <laughs> what kind of action was going down in that movie? Civil War, a fucking civil war. <laughs> you were unfamiliar with it at all? <laughs> it was a burning house. I, I look. You're right about one thing. Loki doesn't fucking come through a porthole in the sky. Well, Did you see sucks. that meteor shot last night that was in California? Oh, yeah. 
This, this rock's about to explode. The Mayans were so correct. We're dodging shit left and right here. We're, we're fucking... It's been fun. It's been, we've, got, we've got a good fucking run, right? There is a uh, piece, and maybe we can get this up on the iBang, but these people have uh, this theory now of how the world was formed. And they basically are saying that um, the moon came from another planet crashing into us. What? And um, either a chunk went off or somehow chunks of both uh-huh. ended up becoming the moon. So when the moon, when you look up the moon, Earth is its mother, but we have no idea where that father is. Oh, my God. And we've had to raise that moon by ourselves as a single planet family. It could just be, this could be as good as, you know, a two-planet family. It's okay. That, my friend, is liberal bullshit. <coughs> Check out the statistics. What statistics? Kids with a mother and father are happier they get better grades. Where are you getting this information? You honestly don't uh, believe that a kid would be happier in a kind of stable environment? Better off than a kid who's got a mother who's going to like this. I don't know where we're going to find the money. I don't know. Sometimes, you know, both parents just don't work out. Um, but when you, in your druther world, wouldn't you think that that would be better? Like let's maybe we'll put it this was, up was, as a quick question. Uh, can you know this thing of and it actually came back. I forget what it was that suddenly they moved it over. Might it, maybe it was guns or something. Maybe it was something came up, but they both took it back to a stable home environment. Which, by the way. Oprah made all her money on the audience going like this. It all got to start at home. I guess, yeah. That's where you need to get home. Yeah. And, and But for some reason, uh, neither side can see it, that, you know, how it works out. Because I know that was one of the things that was um, uh, a piss-off for you was this single family home. Tell yeah. me exactly what it was that had you so angry. Well, it was Mitt Romney putting out there that we need homes with a mother and a father. Right. And that's that's how our next generation is going to succeed. You know, and it was basically... And then he caught himself, and he's trying to say, oh, not that single parents are bad, but everyone needs a mother and a father. Well, that's not the way the world works. That's that's 1950s television. That's how that works. But w- would you agree with the central point that a kid raised with uh, a mom and a dad in a kind of a stable house has a better chance than a single family house? Um, only in the physical thing of two incomes coming in. Let's not even say they're two income because I don't even think two incomes is necessarily the healthiest thing. To have one stay-at-home parent is much better than having two incomes, provided that you know you have enough to stay above water. Right. But what is it that made you mad 
about the single-family home gimmick. Because his idea, the way he was raised, the way he raised his five sons, is the perfect way. It, the way right, he let's put it even say, seemed but, like it was the only way to get a decent kid. But let's, um, l- let's really go back into this. Isn't a two-parent house much preferable? Not perfect, but much preferable than a single I don't. I don't think so. I you think don't think that there's any benefit to two parents, if uh, only in someone helping out more. But uh, helping out more—they're the kids' parents. Those are the kids' parents. It isn't who's helping out. Now, I, 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 I'm, I'm not even saying it can't work either way, or there's not things. But I think if you had a preferable way, what is wrong with saying the preferable way would be? Two parent and not single parent, because there's so many single parent in uh, families in this country. Yes, that, and those and those kids are turning out fine. Those Says kids are who? turning out great. Says who? There's plenty of kids that had one parent. No, and I'm not even saying that that isn't. Oprah had one. You know, had uh, a horrible childhood. What? And look at how successful she is. Well, that but so you're saying good thing you had a horrible childhood, in a single parent house. I think the 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 thing of saying, I don't know why you have to back away from saying, the way anybody would prefer it, would be a two parent house. And they actually say this: you're better off if there's grandparents in that same mix. And you're better off if the aunts and uncles lived there. Now, it's not saying, oh, let's do what they used to do and throw rocks at the kids with a single-parent house. (laughs) But what what is the bad thing by saying, in the future, we'd like to see children born in two-parent houses? Why is that so awful? Because there's so many real-life cases of where that can happen that it makes a person feel like, I'm doing this wrong, You don't have doing to, the best they can. You don't have to feel wrong to hear that, that's the, that, that the other one is preferable. What, what is wrong by saying there's a preference of doing it this way? I, I don't know why that should make other people feel bad. Or, the, or, or to say, uh, it's okay if you don't. Now, I will say this. You look at Chris Stanley. Hey. He was raised by two parents. <laughs> he probably should have been raised by one. Oh, uh, yeah. I would have preferred that if I had this fucking choice. And no one brings that up, and that would be a, <laughs> a, a way to look at this, that just because people are together doesn't make them great parents or, you know, maybe daddy should go away for a while. <laughs> But I don't understand what the problem of, of saying is two parents is the best way to do it. I think it's almost insane to act like it's not or to bring up Oprah because she somehow rose above it. The, by the way, bringing up Oprah is the same way that fucking racists will say, oh, uh, you black people have got it just as well. and You don't have to worry about it. Look at Oprah. Come on. Look see? at Oprah and Ray Lewis. Don't tell me that black people don't have opportunities. Look at fucking Jay-Z's yeah. loaded. Super successful. The, the, the point going back to this is what is wrong with telling young people, right? When you decide to have children, you're, it's a much better and smarter idea to have a two-parent house.
there's nothing wrong with that as Good. long as it can happen. But it, but it's a fantasy world to How suggest it a... that it could in every single family. No one ever said that it could. We're saying it's the preferable way to do business. It's the preferable way. I, I, I honestly, I would love to hear what is offensive about that statement. Um, and but I will say this. A two-parent house is not the end of it. Uh, I there's tons of shitty dads and shitty moms out there. There's tons of kids that gotten beat up or sexually abused or whatever from a two-parent house. So that's not the the fucking end of the end of the deal. Two parents, boom, you're done. We got nothing else to worry about. I just don't understand what is offensive about that situation. Here's Don. Don, you're on the Run of Fed show. Time, we got you, buddy. All right, we don't have you. Um, let's go over to Mike. Mike, you're on the Run of Fez show. It says you're so fucked up. Maybe you should have had three parents. And there's a new F word that applies to you. Fella. All right, stop oh it with God. that. Uh, EJ, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hi. Um, I mean, not that every parent or, or couple are the best people to raise kids, but it's just something that should be the platform of what everyone does. You shouldn't aim to have a one-parent household. You don't need a degree to be successful, but even though you're still going to raise your kids to get an education regardless, you know? So you should just live by a blueprint of what life should be, not just say, oh, well, you can do it the other way, so let's just do it that way. I don't even understand what is, you know, so offensive about it. Now, on the other hand, I would actually go back to this. You can't say that the two-parent thing has it's certainly not enough it's certainly not enough that anybody can act like hey at least we stayed together chris stanley is the perfect version of that my mom should dump my dad. what is it about the two-parent thing that you find offensive as i haven't gotten to that point yet it, when mitt romney says you need a mother and a father to raise a kid it offends gay couples where it could be two dads or two moms, it it offends. Every... Did he say a, a father and a mother? Yes. Okay. So I, I so that's where you're coming from. Yeah. Where you you were worried about semantics, he should have said parents. Uh, he should have said parents. And, but but that's not the same. But but going back to it, you do agree with the the two parent thing would be preferable. The more people to help you raise your kid is preferable, but that doesn't. But you're mean saying that... the more people as if the dad is just some dude who's around to help the mom raise the kid. Both of those people would be parents, and both of them would be looking at the children with love and responsibility. It's not just people. The more people that are going to love a child, the better. But Not necessarily. There's also bad uncles. We're talking oh, about yeah. something completely fucking different here. We're saying the two people that brought the child into the world are the parents, right? Right. If they can stay together with the child or children, that is preferable. I don't understand why that's somehow... I don't see where it's any different than a kid getting raised by a single mom. Where it's, you know, because it, cause it all depends on the parent of, you know, how much they're able to do. Well, right now, how many people have, have are in two-parent houses? The number is pretty high, right? I believe so, yeah. It should be the majority. And I can't believe that that is as good. Or I can't believe that there's a vast amount of one-parent people 
who think this is so much better than being with somebody that loves the kids as much as I do. I just can't believe that. Um, here is Cigars and Scotch. How you doing, buddy? Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah. If as picture your childhood, if you were raised by your mom by herself without your dad in the picture, it would suck. It would have been so much worse. Right, exactly. But, it, I mean, being raised by both of them and when he wasn't around and her being nuts, that that wasn't any sort of advantage. But at least he emotionally. was. But at least he was around. You know what I mean? Yeah. At least you did have that. Imagine if you didn't. Imagine how much worse it would have been. Um, Jeff, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey there, Fez. It's really frustrating to listen to this disingenuous stuff. Fez really knows mm-hmm. that having a mother and a father is a better environment and not under normal conditions. You find liberal people and gay people specifically do not want to admit that because they have to leave the open for themselves having a child. Of course... Mother I'm not going to admit that uh, the traditional Mitt Romney's model of a family is the best way for everyone. What do you, what do you think Mitt Romney was saying? That it sh- that marriage should be between a man and a woman, and that he wasn't and, saying anything about marriage. He was uh, saying a family environment. No, that's what he was leading to. That uh, that's what you heard. No, that, I heard saying. him say, you know, that that girls that marriage should be encouraged for uh, anyone having a kid. So you think and his version of marriage is, is a man and a woman. Married. So you truly believe two people that aren't married having children is a healthier environment. <laughs> you believe that's healthier. I, I don't say it's healthier. I say it's just I, as healthy. Well, I, I, I would say this, Jeff. Why you're doing this? Because I'm certainly not going where I'm going to be fucking judging people whether they're married or not. But a stable environment for a kid uh, obviously is going to be the easiest thing. Let's suppose you have a really great mom, but she's bringing a lot of guys through there. <laughs> Sooner or later, you're going to be like, "What? You know, where Connor. do I fit in? What am I doing? Cool. You know, Plus, there's no doubt about a that." A new stranger every week. Um, but you would think that some kind of stability. But I know, see, I don't think, Fezzi, I don't think by saying one thing is preferable. And by the way, Mitt Romney is probably the worst person to be able to even give this back on because he was raised very elite for people who uh-huh. fucking don't like eliteness. He's very elite. So he doesn't have a lot of... of Understanding of the other side of it, I, I will get. I will give you that point of it. Um, I mean, his fucking dad bought him a house, and you know, put him through school. But having said that, his lifestyle is preferable than the one that you had. You can't act like yeah. it wouldn't be better for you to have the same benefits that fucking Mitt Romney had. Well, it doesn't Romney. make him a better person, but anybody would want to give that to their family. Anybody would want to have um, a chance for that. Um, let's go over to um, PJ. You're on the Run of Fez show. How you doing, Ron? Um, all I got to say is I don't care if it's a man and woman, uh, two women, two men, or even adopted parents. The key word here is parent, because you have to jump through hoops to get a dog from a dog pound, but any asshole can raise a kid. Uh, it's very true about that, and even when you do it as well as you can, you fuck up, 
and fuck up bad. But I, I will tell you this. I had uh, both my parents together. I had three grandmothers, one of them being a great-grandmother. Big sister was 10 years older. Uh, an aunt that was like... I could go in and out of their house and the same. And when that family went on vacations, I went with them nice. and all that kind of stuff. And um, quite frankly, I don't even think I needed shoes until I was fucking three years old because a woman was carrying me around somewhere. You know what I mean? Like these women that are your family tend to love you so much that it does feel like. The world is a safe place. You know what I mean? I'm not taking anything away from the guys, but when you're a little kid, it's great to have a bunch of women around who just act like you're fucking fantastic. <laughs> fucking best thing walking. Yeah. And I and you know, I think that you would want that for um any kid. Uh my kids have aunts that l- love them as much as their own kids. Love them exactly the same as their own kids. And that's a, that's a nice thing to have. I think it would be very rough to be in the single-parent home if you were the parent or the kids. I, I, I think it's crazy to say otherwise. But it's like, it, like it, it would be an advantage if a parent had a nanny, too. Yes. So, I mean, it's... Uh, more people that are there to help are always going to be an advantage, but it doesn't mean now, that it's any less you, I, I would d- not, detrimental to the kid. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what. I, I think of just. But and by the way, I don't know whether we ever need the. the you know, for people that are anti-government, I don't know why they suddenly are suddenly happy that the fucking president wants to tell us how we should raise our kids. But I can't. I have no trouble with the fact that, and I don't see it just as people. I just don't see it because I like all kids. I like your nieces and nephews. But if something happened, I'm going to be there for my kids and my nieces and nephews a lot faster than I'm going to be there for yours. I'm going to fucking take fucking food off my plate for my family. So I don't understand. I don't think it's just people around. And I'm sure some people, like you keep bringing up the hired help as if that's better. I certainly don't think that they're going to have the same attachment as a mother or a grandmother would. I don't think it's so crazy just to say that that it's beyond just people. It is uh, family. Family is kind of important. And I don't even know why. But... You know, I don't know on what DNA uh, level that that's true, but I, I do believe it to be true. Um, here's Megan, you're on Fez. Megan, you're on Fez. Yes. Um, well, listening to your discussion, I worked at a children's psychiatric hospital. Okay. And do you know how many of those children wish that their parents would pay more attention to them? wish that they had their father in their life and how many people on any of these TV shows that are struggling say oh it's because my dad wasn't in my life it's because my mom wasn't there for me and everything else like like you said if you had two parents gay or straight that are together to love a child and you know you have then one person to get them to school to get them off the bus you know it's not a nanny somebody who could care less about your kid but is doing it for the money 
And, and here's the here's the other weird thing about kids. They have this amazing ability to love and be loved, and that matters to them. If you look at Chris Stanley, hey. he loved the shit out of his dad despite all these things that happened. How many times did you pull for the guy? Plenty. You know what I mean? Eventually, I fucking gave up, but there was a lot of times before that that was, you know, one thing after another. But by the time you grew up, you were of the age of <laughs> of seeing how the world worked. But when you were a little kid, oh, when I was a little kid, it was yeah. just like, come on, I know you can get it together. It's going to be great. Yeah, for whatever. And it, and that's the thing. He didn't have that for his neighbor. He didn't have that for his teacher. Yeah, the Big Brothers of America or coaching, all that stuff is great. But that stability that you're looking for comes from a, at a really young age, and I don't think that it's insane to say two parents better than one parent. I think if there's stability in the home, it doesn't matter if there's one or two parents. I think it's all the same. It's if difficult to get st- it's difficult to get stability with only one parent. It's difficult. How do you get stability? How do you get stability if you are working all the time? Some parents have to pick up two jobs just to be able to work. So then how do you have time to spend with your kids? Teach your kids morals. Teach your kids anything. If you have to work two jobs to, you know, be able to pay. I mean, the economy sucks right now, so parents are working. But jobs. even, you know, but even before that, if you go back during the 90s, to the, both parents would work, and they'd say, oh, because you have to these days. But it's also because they wanted a lot of shit. You know what I mean? Like, we, oh, wow. you know, th- there is no doubt that w- that we we got off the fucking rails. It's how we got to this place on what money is supposed to do and what you're supposed to do with it. And how, you know, we'd rather live flashy than than to have family. We we chose things over family. Absolutely. And to, to sit back and say it, Fez, and you haven't given us a single reason yet other than you felt. I, I think that if he would have said two parents, you know, whether it's a mother and father or two fathers or two mothers, if he would have just said that thing, you would have been with him 100%. It's because you kind of felt off on the gay thing and not of the single parent thing. Um, here's, um, and by the way, I don't think that the Democrats disagree with the Republicans on that or the Republicans disagree. I think everybody wants that. And, and I think you also have high hopes that those you know, parents can, can pull it off because at best you get a fighting chance. At best. Um, Aaron, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, how's it going? Okay. I just wanted to let Fez know that you know, my daughter needed me more as a toddler and a little girl than she does now as a teenager that she needs her mom. So I think the two-parent ideal is a really good idea. You know, shit happens in this world, but they do need that. You you would prefer it. Um, and again, that's two parents who, let's face it, aren't fighting in front of the kids. I mean, there's a lot of things that you can do to fuck up that stability factor. <laughs> it's an infinite amount that fucking yeah. you can fall into to fuck your kid up. You know, it's, it's too it, easy. There could still be money problems. It could be two people who grown apart who don't like each other. That's not easy on the kids. And quite frankly, I think we agree that if you guys 
can't stand each other, you should split up. Hell yeah. You when, should split up. My dad should have been gone years ago before he actually fucking went. Whatever. It happens. If you were a real man, you would have saved your mom from that when you were a little kid. <laughs> what? When you were about three or four, you should have stood up to that man. No, no way. That was scary. Uh, James. James, you're on the run of Fetish Show. Uh, yeah, I've I worked in juvenile mental health for four years, and most of the That's kids that come shows. through are single-parent families, simply because single family ha- single parent has trouble with stability, trouble getting you know money, time for the kids. You ever notice this? Remember when you were a kid, you always liked to hang out at the single-parent house? Oh, that's cool. You know, cooler. your friend, because you could smoke, you're allowed to drink, he could yell shit at his mom, like, fuck you! <laughs> Don't fucking bother us. We're rocking. Thought you were going to go out again tonight. You know, suddenly those kids, they're on like some kind of even playing field with their mom in no time at all. <laughs> what the fuck? Just guilt and fucking weirdness fills the household. But, yeah. you know, you guys can fucking party. <laughs> Because yeah. a, a, she's guilty, like, oh, no, the fucking father, if, if I don't let him do it, it's going to go to his father. Right. Or she's just not there. She's working. Right. <laughs> she's tired. Yeah. She's so fucking exhausted. <laughs> she hasn't got dick in years. <laughs> and there you fucking idiots are sitting around, lanky-ass 14-year-olds, Getting smoking stoned. fucking bongs, <laughs> and talking about her ass to her. <laughs> Jesus. What well, fucked up is that? Um, Christopher, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey. Uh, just a quick two points. I got to be honest. I see it from both sides of the spectrum. Both uh, sides. The reason, the reason I say that is I came from a home where my father and mother hated each other. There was fighting in the household. And, you know, I, I, I have one other sibling, a younger sister, six years younger. And we both agreed growing up that, God damn, when are they just going to fucking get divorced? And as soon as they did get divorced, life got better. Yeah, you know, and but the sad thing was, as kids, we knew that that's what it was going to do. I, I agree with you 100% that the two-parent home is not a guarantee to anything. And I think people who act like it are, are just want a blanket, okay, that's taken care of. You know, particularly when you have alcoholism and fucking domestic violence, all those things. You're better off if you're in that kind of environment. And that's the weird thing that a lot of uh, women will do what Chris's mom wouldn't do for her is for him was pick the kids and say, I can't have them in this world. Yeah, this fucking weird. I got to get out. What what it honestly takes, guys, is taking responsibilities and building good morals. But here's a good thing about your home. You got raised in that Bullmore accent. And, you know, you have soft-shell crabs, you go down to Merlin, go down to Eastern Shore. I live on the shore, so. I love it, brother. Hi, brother. Take care of yourself, man. Later. That's my favorite accent. It is the best. It's awesome. Chris and his goddamn Queens accent, which has brought nothing to the world. No, it's... You know, like, oh, let's go to Shea. Come on, no, but come on. It's a great game going. We get we just walk right up, get tickets. All right, here's Susie. She wants to pick up for Fez. He <laughs> needs it here. <laughs> he needs uh, it, Susie. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'll give it to him, Fezzy, I, I I totally see where you're coming from. I think if you take out the factor of like, oh, my parent left me, uh, my mom was a deadbeat, my dad was a bed, 
deadbeat. If you take out that factor, that possibility, then I totally think a single parent's household would be just as functioning as a two parent household. I mean, the last caller just proved that. No, it doesn't. It doesn't so much prove anything. We just said all the things to it, but the the preferable thing is two loving parents, and anything worse than that is worse than that. Anything less is worse. Period. But why? Why two? Because you've got more together that that it, because it 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 actually even you know as they say takes a village. The weird thing about family is that it can take on all kinds of weird things. I've known guys to become so close with their stepchildren's dads. Right? These are guys that have at different times been married yeah. to the same woman. I've known guys that have been, become pallbearers for that other person. Holy shit. That, that family becomes this very weird thing that if, if you're not kind of born into one, you look to make one. You know what I mean? Because the world is a lonely, cold place. And So let's have three parents. I mean, I if, don't know. If, I, when I'm talking about grandparents and aunts and uncles, believe me when I tell you, I had an aunt and uncle that if... They smacked me on the ass. Nobody acted like, how dare you touch my kids? I could get smacked by these people. I could get smacked by a couple different grandmothers. No, this is, and I'm not saying like, oh, that's some horrible thing. I'm saying that was the closeness and the trust that these adults had with each other. They basically, it, it, it was enough of a thing where my aunts and uncles looked at me in the same way that they would look at their own kids. Like, I went back to the other house, but they were just as much in charge of me and had just as much, you know, hopes and dreams for me, and my parents were the same with them. Um, and I could say that my... Um, uh, there's three sisters in my chick's family and and a brother, and they're all the same way with those kids. Those kids are in each other's houses. And, you know, the fact that they're Italian... You can't even tell the fucking difference between them. <laughs> That's great. But that is preferable. That is certainly a preferable uh, thing to have. I don't understand what is crazy about it. Um, Mark, in Tulsa, you're on the run of face show. Hey, buddy. Love you. Yeah. Fezzy. Yes. I got to tell you, me and my wife, we've been doing foster care for years. And when we bring these kids into our home, we can almost tell, I mean, before we speak to the caseworker, before we read the court documents, we can tell if this is a single-parent home or if it's a mom and dad, because these kids are starved for attention. They'll come in, and you can tell when there's no parent, when there's no dad in the home, because the kids just, I mean, they're starved for attention from me, or vice versa. If there's no, no mom and it's a dad, That's just heartbreaking. Just starving for the attention from their mom. There is so much benefit to having a mom and a dad. I'm not saying that two dads can't love a child, but I am saying that you gotta have you gotta have a mom. You gotta have a dad. I mean, that's just that's just my own personal belief. Um, eight six six Ron zero Fez. I mean, that makes it sound like if someone doesn't have a mom and a dad, they should be put in foster care. No, what he's saying that if a kid grows up with a dad. He's looking for that masculinity in his life. I don't, I, I guarantee you, 
Barack Obama feels the same way. You didn't see him saying that back against Mitt Romney. What are you talking about? I guarantee you he feels the same way. But, I mean, it's it's a model that not everyone can live up to. It's Yes, that's true. So what? You've got to you've got to go after it though. Most models, not every. You're saying that the model of uh, being a a an adult who's in charge of his own situation, not everybody can live up to that, too, right? Right. Doesn't mean that that isn't the thing to strive for. That's the thing to strive for. Um. Here's Daniel. Daniel, you're on the Run of Fest show. Uh, did you say Daniel? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think we're we're brushing over one of the big issues with Fez. I I really don't think it has anything to do with whether the family's made up of two two fathers or two mothers or a mother and a father. I think it it is that the single person issue where Fez feels like he's alone. He's going to have trouble finding somebody else out there, and he doesn't want to be told that he can't do something that other people can do because he's alone. All right, so you're saying Fez wants to adopt? Not necessarily, but he certainly doesn't want to be told that he couldn't or that he is a less desirable candidate for it because he is alone. Because it's, it would be single. I think that we try to understand why Fez came back and and took the position. Like uh, I noticed like about a few phone calls ago, he kind of gave up but just kept saying the same things. I'm not sure that he believes in it anymore, but... <clears throat> Somewhere in the middle of that, Mitt said something that offended Fez, but we've never got to the meat of it. Maybe it's about the gay issue that he should have said, and gay people too. Well, Mitt contradicts himself so much constantly. Mm-hmm. Months Who's ag- that sound like? Months ago, he said that uh, he thought gay people should be allowed to adopt, but not marry. But now he's saying, and I'll even grant him that he meant parents instead of just mother and father. But he's saying two people should be raising each kid, but doesn't want to let gay people get married Uh, to be the two people. That's a whole different situation. That's a whole different situation. And you do have a clear choice on your your uh, pro-gay marriage candidates. I don't think that you have a clear choice on your candidates who say parents should raise children. I think they both believe the same thing. So if it came back to the gay marriage thing, again, A, congratulations for slipping that in the back way. You did get to it. I know it makes you upset. I'd like to see Chris Stanley forced to marry another dude. What? Why me? Punishment. <laughs> Why? What did I do? You won't get rid of your bronchitis. I'll be there for that wedding. You carry your bronchitis around like I it's a fucking old meth habit. Don't have bronchitis. I think the cough's almost gone. I've barely coughed today. See? You know what I'd like to do? I'd like to make you open your mouth and drop a bucket of rope down there and see how much water I could pull out of those lungs. I guarantee moist. you I could fill up a pool with it. Oh, boy. I don't have bronchitis, all right? That's, that's, I don't know why people keep You have throwing. a bronchial infection. You have walking pneumonia. Oh, shit. That sounds really bad. Don't worry. And that's why I have to marry a dude? Mm. It's going to be a sham marriage. Then. You have what we used to call in my neighborhood the Hispanic flu. 
And you know why we called it that? Why is that? We were raised like racist. <laughs> There's no reason to call it that. I don't know. people are sick all the time. What? Because <laughs> they're so barefoot. All right. <laughs> Jesus. You ever see, like, fucking Mexicans just take, like, a couple pieces of paneling and put it together and tell everybody it's their house? And you're like, what? It's a shack, really. Sometimes I get weirded out by how much we actually need a house. Like, you just need a fucking house. Yeah, I remember when I went to fucking Jamaica, driving through the fucking, um, the whatever, the outskirts of, like, uh, Montego Bay, mm-hmm. those aren't houses. It's no. literally shack. It's just a room. It's, That's it's, the it's, problem. It freaked me the fuck out. I was like, fuck, this is... And then you're down there and you're drinking and you're fucking at the pool and you have to go past those people who never get any of the money that comes into that place. Nope, not that. Matter of fact, they're not even welcome on those beaches of their own country. Hell no. No, there's fucking security guys. Get the fuck off the beach. Get the hell out of here. What do you think you're doing? Then you wonder why we're hated around the world. Oh, we should be. I've I've stopped wondering. No, hate Americans. (laughs) Whatever. We're fucking assholes. All you got to do is travel anywhere and go, oh, God. What do I bitch about? Like, most of the people you know would be considered pretty wealthy. Yeah. And could you imagine, like, if people could watch our debates, like people all around the world, and hearing what we're, you know, bitching about? Like, you know, we've got 9% unemployment or whatever the fuck it is, and people going, wait, what do you mean? Some people actually get employed? They're not just digging around. Your money's worth something? I didn't know that. Yeah. A dollar actually could buy something a newspaper at this point, but. When are we going to get rid of change? That's the last thing we need. I I, if I was running for president, I'd say I'm going to get rid of coins. Come on, seconds of $8. Look, I got. I guarantee you this, Chris Stanley. 56 cents. In your lifetime, you will tell. Your illegitimate children. <laughs> they fucking think and find me. There used to be a thing called money. <sighs> that you just didn't wave your phone and your credits and debits would pop off <laughs> of there. That's in the future. Anything yeah. in the future, it's like, you have 400,000 credits or whatever. There's no more fucking... Because uh, that's how you're going to pay. It'll just be one world fucking currency. Right, why is this kid fucking copping to something wearing a Phil's hat? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that kid... Uh, Giving out information. I think I could lived in the building of the dude that just got busted yesterday for trying to blow up the Federal Reserve. Unbelievable. That's some scary shit. Yeah, I'm not happy about it. The FBI or whatever CIA. I think Homeland. It Home, yeah, Homeland. The Homelands. <laughs> Homelands sold him a thousand pound bomb in a van. Carrie, what are you trying to tell me? That you know for a fact this guy's dirty? He was trying to fucking just do Was well, he a congressman that is maybe working with the vice president? No, that's not. Because no, that that's... redheaded bastard scares the shit out of me. <laughs> no, this guy is from Bangladesh. Carrie, what are you saying right now? It's me, Manny Patankin. No, this guy's rogue. This dude. Just looking to just blow up the entire Federal Reserve. That shit, that's scary as fuck, man. Yeah, it doesn't feel good. That's really, and that. Why did that to go through actually selling the guy the bomb? Why well, they, you, you gotta you gotta have him with the shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. You've got to have him with the shit. So, what if he like actually knew what he was doing? You know, and like changed something to this fucking bomb they sold him. Ugh! What the fuck? 
And they said he was just in a hotel room like a couple blocks away. Just it was it was like a cell phone uh, charge charger. Yeah. Just calling the number over and over again, trying to set this fucking thing off. It's fucked up. Then they busted in, arrested his ass. But Jesus H Christ! What if you found in like somebody like that? Like if there was some kind of a federal place that that just fucking ripped off other countries for money and stuff like that, and they got a thing in your building. You're like, oh, man. <laughs> Jesus. Well, everyone's going to target us. I mean, that people should target us for the fucking NBC Universal people downstairs. Do us all a favor. I'll give you what floors are on, too. Cable Town. Unbelievable. I rode up today with Zeitz, and he was like, isn't it amazing we're getting a nonstop ride? This is the kind of things that you fucking are happy about. Yeah. It's starting to take me four or five stops to get out of this place in the afternoon. Uh, yeah, I, I every morning it's eight stops. Eight stops with um, the entire fucking bank of eight elevators. There's like a holding area with a like, with, uh, stall totally filled with 50, 60 people every morning. And it's all fucking NBC. NBC, we suck ass. They do. NBC. That should be NBC, it. NBC, for some reason, we keep hiring people even though we can't sell a fucking sitcom. <laughs> Scumbags. Just, they're just terrible people. And they're all just weirdo out of towners. Fucking, it's all like, it seems like the entire thing is just like young girls and old men is the entire fucking shit. It's like just young, well dressed like girls straight out of college and older guys in suits. That's the entire fucking company. They are. We should get Dana a job down there. <laughs> <laughs> they are adding a cafeteria to the NBC Cafetorium. Uh, uh, yeah. It's going to be a cafeteria and auditorium. They're calling it the cafetorium. Perfect. I wonder if anyone in the building could just stop there and go and get lunch in the commissary. Yeah, because they don't have keys. I'll just use a brick. Fucking bust through that fucking... Good to know that there's going to be fire. Fucking couple. <laughs> that way we're fucking 30 stories in the air. Oh, man, there's a fire drill this week. I better go to it. I gotta make sure I know how to get out of here. Once we I'm still don't know where the fucking stairs are. I, I know where the freight elevator is. That doesn't really help us. <laughs> it's just gonna be a really slow elevator when the fire and terrible things start happening. We're thirty-six floors in the air. We've been up here for years, and not one of us has figured out where the steps are. If there's a fucking problem. Oh fuck. It's fucked up. And then Hicks actually told me, he said, if this building ever catches on fire, I'm taking the elevator. I go, you can't. I, I, I'm going to gamble. The, the electricity goes out during the fire. Oh. And then you're going to be stuck in what they call the hot box. Oh, fuck. They should put hand cranks in the elevators to fucking start manual overrides and fucking be able to get my ass down there. You know something, Edison? You're on to something. <laughs> you crazy bastard. You ought to quit here and open your own fucking little place over in Jersey. Maybe I will, Rod. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. We'll call you the fucking li- the, the wizard of fucking Angel Dust Park. <laughs> I found a new way to make meth, everyone. It's going to get you all fucking wired. Yeah, no one ever brags about the guy who came up with ecstasy. He's not called a genius. All right, what are these fucking... Oh, these are Greeks. Good, okay. I just saw brown people throwing stuff, and I was so happy to find out they were just Greeks with regular pissed-off problems. Yeah, they got like 30% um, unemployment over there. Yeah, and no one, neither fucking Canada admits the truth. Our unemployment's tied in with their unemployment. And Spain is going next at 25. It's, it's fucking horrifying. And then we want to do away with abortion. 
hey, let's make the make more people even f- fucking need jobs. Oh, that's scary. There's millions of people protesting. Millions in fucking these countries. Yeah, and they're all tied into the same economy as us, yet somehow we act like because we're in America, we're different. Everything's fine. That's crazy socialist Europe. Don't worry about that. It's just like in last week's episode of Homeland when Kerry got killed. Nobody wanted to even say that, you know, we can't replace that character. Fuck. Oh, you didn't see it? No. You're going to feel so bad. Manny Patankin kills her. God damn. I guess all in all, he was the Arab guy. (laughs) Makes a lot of sense now. The last line was, Muslim, Jew. Doesn't make any difference. We're all the same. We're all the same. It's progressive thinking, you know. We got a break. I told, I said once, once an hour, and unlike my producers, I'm going to s- stick to it. We should break that. I heard there was a producers meeting today where you guys said, "Let's fuck everything up." No, that, was, that didn't happen. You said, "Let's write things down on a list and then wipe our asses with it." I wipe my ass with toilet paper, and that's it. Until it's time to do the fucking hopper read. And then everything gets done perfectly. If it's a hopper read, it gets done. If it's something for our show, it doesn't get done. Oh, no. So, I went over beating up on Dana a little bit today, huh? Yep. She's so funny. She's had the full ride of, like, an entire career in radio, but... Just down into a matter of days. It's a microcosm. It's great. Yeah. It's terrible. She's had the up and down so fast. I've got fans Yay. that are turning on me. How did this happen? Yeah, fan page doesn't look so much like a fan page anymore. It's a fang page. <laughs> she started her own Dana fang page. Oh, boy. All right, let's break. We'll come back and talk about that as well as other things. And Shaquille O'Neal is doing here. So we'll have something for March Madness. Nice. <laughs> <to> sign. <laughs> and he's going to be with the comedian Capone. Yeah, Capone. Who's blowing up right now. Oh, gigantic, yeah. He's on. He's with the Shaq All-Star Comedy Tour. He's headlining, right? Yeah, he's the headliner. He's a fucking bull, this guy, though. I mean, he comes out and gets it. I mean, he's raw, as Dog. they used to say in the comedy circles. <laughs> uh, we'll break right back, run fest. We walked the loneliest mile We smiled without any style We kissed all together wrong No intention We lied about each other's dreams We lived without each other Saluting girl groups of the 80s today. Very nice, like Chris. That? Yeah. Rock that playlist. I just saw this, and this made me feel like time went by so much. 20 years since League of Their Own. Holy shit. 20 fucking years. Oh, man. Madonna's best role. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
I think Rosie's best role was in that too. Maybe even Gina Davis's best role. It's, really it's not the one that she won the Oscar for. Probably the best thing Penny Marshall ever directed. Fucking strong movie. Yeah, it is good. It's you know, uh, if you look back at this, it's probably the best uh, screenplay by Low Gantz and Babalu Mandel. Yeah. You know who those guys are? No. They've written a ton of fucking movies. Splash is one oh, of shit. them. Oh, I'll, shit. I'll read you off the uh, list of these, but they've done a ton of them. Fez, you said you had a bit today that you wanted to do? Yeah. Yep. It's on the Interrobang. This is the forgotten sitcom kid when TV families have one too many children. Okay. So basically, the idea behind this is, you know, big TV families always meant, oh, that's warm, that's friendly, that's good family viewing. But it wasn't always good for the character or the actor playing them, because then they would just get lost in the mass of a big cast. So some of these that just got lost in the shuffle, uh, Vanessa Huxtable on The Cosby Show... So with her, she's the middle child to begin with, but then they keep adding young kids younger than her as as Rudy got older. Then they brought in Raven Simone, and then they added characters that were older than her. She ended up getting a big sister who didn't exist in the first season, and then uh, she gets married. So Vanessa Huxtable just ends up as basically an extra place at the dinner table. On the Cosby Show. Uh, Aaron Walton on the Waltons. Jesus, that's going back a ways. Yeah. So, of course, the big Walton family with Jim Bob and Mary Ellen and John Boy. But all of them got storylines and plots. John Boy was going to be a writer. Mary Ellen was always in some sort of turmoil. And she was going to be a nurse. Jim Bob was going to pilot airplanes. And they get to Aaron, and they actually, in this family, they never were able to explain where she actually fit in according to age. That's how lost in the middle she was. Seems to be bad writing. Yeah. And then, of course, her, yeah. big, her big plot line was uh, that she went to secretarial school. Well, not every kid excels. She learned how to type. Uh, next up, from Family Ties, uh, Jennifer Jennifer Keaton, um, of course, they just didn't know what to do with her at all. They tried to make her really brainy at one point towards the end of the show. They gave her her own all-girl rock group where they uh, even put out a a song by Jennifer and her her band. But she was one of those two that also... Which one was she? Was she the blonde or the brunette? She was the blonde. We had her on up at NEW. Nice. And her only thing about New York is that they don't give you free uh, iced tea refills. She did half an hour on it. No, it I'm going like, you know what? I guess you're right. I don't know how much iced tea you need to drink, <laughs> but it's next to a dollar a quarter. She's got to chug it. Now it's only 16 ounces. Now she's even more up Shit's Creek. She was kind of dressed goth. Oh, yeah? Nice. So Jennifer Keaton, that character. <laughs> sorry. Uh, that, that character. Um, we interrupted. We're sorry. Um... She ended up just being used to move other characters in and out of a scene where, like, she would come through the kitchen and say, I need a ride to school or I need a ride to the mall. 
and that would get Mallory out of the house or uh, Alex P. Keaton, Michael J. Fox out of the scene. Uh, next up, Ben Seaver. Same problem on Growing Pains. He was the cute youngest sibling, but then gets lost in the middle when they try to bring in a baby towards the end of the series. Bad thing for him was he was the little brother character. They bring in Leonardo DiCaprio as a foster kid, and he ends up being a better little brother character to Kirk Cameron than the original one. Hey, it's Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, take that, little kid. Looks like an asshole. So, basically, just the, he ends up being the one kid too many. Uh, <laughs> Carrie Ingalls on Little House on the Prairie. Yes. She, you know you're in trouble there when the, your biggest scene is the introduction to the show and you're remembered as the little girl who fell down the hill. And they just uh, they came back for their last season and had completely gotten rid of that character altogether and basically said, yeah, she moved to Iowa. I watched a lot of Little House on the Prairie. My mom loved that show. I never saw it. I don't know why it was on. <laughs> I don't There's a, a lot of those. I don't. Matter of fact, I'm not sure that I've seen any of these shows. Like I know I've seen them all, but I don't know who any of the people are. On Family Matters, <laughs> this was Judy Winslow. It. It's almost like a, a fucking record needle, <laughs> where you can put it right back down again. You got a lot of these, Fez. Oh, only a couple more. Mm. I watch a lot of Family Matters. Which one's Family Matters? Urkel? Urkel, yeah. That's yeah I didn't watch it. TGIF, man. I never did. <laughs> I went out. Uh, Judy Winslow, the youngest uh, Family Matters daughter. She actually, they did the Happy Days gimmick with her, where they had the big brother Chuck who disappeared. They just wrote out Judy Winslow. Oh, jeez. They no. acted as if the child never existed and the parents only had two kids. What ever. You don't say. These guys are dicks. Those writers are fucking scumbags. Uh. Ah. On eight is enough. The kid too many. Elizabeth Bradford. With eight, you're thinking. Can I tell you something? The only hot one. The only hot one. Well, they just wouldn't do anything with her either. You seem to, that seems to come up a lot in your world. Yeah, Mary was going to be a doctor. Nancy was a model. Joni was an actress. God, you know a lot about TV. And Elizabeth, uh, there was an argument on whether she was wearing too much makeup. Just lost in the crowd there. Well, look who it is. Little intern Dana. What's up? Hey. Listen, I literally just woke up. I have a huge headache. I went out last night. I wake up, and I, the first thing I always do is I check my, my emails, my Twitter, my Facebook. And I have a million, like, friend requests, tweets. What happened today? <laughs> uh, everybody just seems to like you. No, what, what happened? I need to know what happened. Everybody likes you. You're getting... It's happening. You're, you're, you're at the tipping point. You're getting along with everyone. Oh, my God. What happened this morning? I got to know. Come on. Fill me in. Fill me in. Come on. Well, apparently. Um, here's, um, I, I don't know. Everything is going great. I thought you were going to do the needle drop. I was setting you up for the needle drop. Oh, um, 
Here's uh, Bobby in Brooklyn. You're in my face. Hey, buddy. How are you? Yeah. Has fucking Fezzy watched anything on TV or in the movies past, like, the date of 1978? These are the shows that set the standard for television. Do you even know your demographic of the show, buddy? I love you, Fezzy, but come on, man. Ronnie, this has got to be the greatest work ever. You're a genius. Um, here is uh, George. George, you're on Hey, guys. I... Fez, I'm wondering, you're both order. Do you feel like you're lost in the shuffle, too? I do sometimes. I'm a little child. Uh, hey, Dana. Yeah, what's up? Here's what really happened today. What your, happened today? Your Earl picture is driving the guys crazy. Oh, are you kidding me? No. We told you when you put up the Earl picture, everybody was going to be going crazy for you. No, that's not what happened. Something else was to happen. Nothing else happened. Your picture got up and... People are finally catching on to you, oh. and it's helping. You're not lost in the shuffle anymore. Oh, my God. Uh, this is too much to take in the morning. Come on. Especially when you're full fucking hungover, right? I Exactly. <laughs> Did you have a date last night? I in 20 minutes, and I'm calling it to figure out what the hell happened. <laughs> Did you have a date last night? No, I did not. I had no date. I was far from a date. <laughs> All right, honey. Well, it's your picture. That's what everybody likes. All right, bye. bye. Bye Bye-bye. Go to your online class. Fucking tough schedule. Uh, Mark Taylor on Home Improvement. Uh, Youngest kid in the show. Should have been the cute one. Should have gotten the great lines. No, he was upstaged by the older two kids. Who's this, Elizabeth? No, this is uh, Mark Taylor on Home Improvement, the the Tool Time show. Oh, um, here's James. James, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron, is this uh, part of uh, Obi Anthony's uh, Josh Dober? Because this is bad radio. Oh, I'm sorry. I love the show, but this is crazy. He's, Fez is coming up with little kids and a lot of old shows that I guess uh-huh. got forgotten about. It just doesn't make no sense. Well, you said you're obsessed with old TV, right, Fez? Oh, yeah. yeah. You wanted to share that with people. Are you stunned that everyone doesn't watch as much old TV as you? Well, you You might be the last person alive who watched The Waltons. The name's familiar to me, but I definitely have never seen it. I don't... I mean, some of the shows go back, but a lot of them are just from the 90s. That's still 20 years ago. That would be far back. Where I just said League of Their Own was 20 years old. Damn. So just to act like the 90s just happened. <laughs> it's a long time ago now. Um, here's Jeremy. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Fez. Is it weird that I would rather listen to the theme songs of these sitcoms you're talking about than to hear you talk about them? All right, this is what Queen Elizabeth wrote in, and sometimes she can get a little rough. She goes, the people that are actually in this bit aren't interested. <laughs> like as if Elizabeth from Made Is Enough just happened to be listening. Oh, um, there's a thing up that Bri Bri found uh, Kathleen from the Bronx's phone, and he's just been leaving crazy pictures of herself. Look at these great pictures. <laughs> it's awesome. Bri Bri is amazing because he's certainly our most attractive friend. And yet, he goes for the the wild beard to throw that off. I think it's a good look. Yeah, it is a great look. But normally people do that because 
they're not attractive underneath of it. Where he's like the great looking guy who then gives the massive beard, the massive hair. It's awesome. To people. I fucking love it. Hey, I rocked that fucking giant crazy beard for a while before I put it on Zito's face. I forgot about you and your beard. <laughs> what is that, just a winter thing for you? Yeah. I bet if you still had that beard, you wouldn't have um, what we call Hispanic flu. Yeah, the Hispanic flu would not have been able to penetrate it. That beard was fucking thick. It was like goddamn steel wool. Um, is that it, Fez? You got more? Uh, just one more. Richie Petri, the one kid too many in a family that only had one kid. And that was on the Dick Van Dyke show. And if Richie was in a scene, it just meant that Buddy and Sally, the hysterical characters, weren't. So that was the last one. Does that go back from the 90s? No, that's from the 60s. Which would be how many years ago now? 50? 40. 40 would be 72. Yeah, you're right. Damn. Uh, Mark, you're on the Ryan Fez show. Yeah, that was the longest festival in history. We're here, we're clear, we will not disappear. This is my festival. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I'll tell you this: it took down those fat cats in Washington off their fucking high horse. They fuss feel like shit right now. They should, because we caught them with their hands in the cookie jars. <laughs> What's your hand doing in that cookie jar, huh? A big man. Fez, did you put this up on the iBank? Yep, this is on the front page of the interrobang.com. Well, we don't have a back page. That'd be weird. This is my internet back page. I guess the back page is all like the weird, dirty shit. Do, 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 do. Here's Adam. Adam, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, buddies. I have a gay spy report. Gay. Uh, spy report. Gay. Spy report. Uh, Fed, you'll appreciate this. A federal appeals court, second, uh, second court of appeals, just shot down the Defense of the Marriage Act, ruling it is unconstitutional. Basically, second court to do so. Boston did it back in May. Second uh, Circuit Court of Appeals is down in Manhattan, so things are moving the right way. Ginsburg just came out and said they should have a... Uh, Supreme Court ruling on it within the year. So things are looking up in the homosexual world. Another reason I told you this election is important is because of the Supreme Court. It's the most important thing about this election. They decide the law. Or, as Chris puts it, the erection. Well, they don't decide the law, but they are the people who interpret uh, the law for us. And interpretation can go in... Either side. It's the same, of course, document, but some people say this document means this, and some people say this document means that. Oh, all right. That makes a lot more sense. I'm into the giving me a break theme since Fez brought it up. Uh, Craig, you're on running Fez. Hey, uh, selling a million bucks, Ronnie. Hey. Hey, uh, Fez, I really enjoyed that uh, bit you did. Uh, up until that dumbass RA uh, attention narc from the RA Dana called. Man, I'm so over her shit, man. Kokomo rules. You guys do, but enough of Dana's shit. Um, all right, thanks. Well, apparently she's getting a lot of great stuff on her fan page. 
It's uh, I haven't been to it yet, but Facebook.com slash RF intern Dana. Well, wow, that's a pretty long one, huh? Yeah, it's the Facebook part makes it so long. Um, at least it's not the Facebook. Thanks for JT for telling him to fucking take that out. I don't know. I think it would have been better. <laughs> Drop the the. Oh, wait. One more thing. And he got $6 billion for that. <laughs> yep. That, that motherfucker, all that motherfucker does is party. Yeah, he does. He's I, just like the party boy. He just throws fucking parties. Celebrities show up, and that's about it. And he's still trying to do some kind of music sharing thing. Yeah. He bounces around. Why? No one really cares, but... He does. He just likes to keep his name, I guess, in the industry or whatever of fucking young billionaires from fucking party in Silicon Valley. Oh, well. I can't believe... I will tell you this. Sooner or later, the whole fucking this shithouse is coming down any way you want to look at it. Wait, none of these websites do anything. Let me read off the... Uh, Babalu and Mandel things. Babalu and uh, what was the Babalu, uh, Mandel, and Lowell Gantz. Here's the films they start writing Night Shift, Splash, Spies Like Us, Gun Ho, Money Pit, Parenthood, City Slickers, League of Their Own, Mr. Saturday Night. Shit. That's a sick run. And then it gets in some really bad ones. <laughs> Greedy, Forget Paris, Multiplicity. Was Greedy with Michael J. Fox? Yeah, it was. I saw that in theaters. Wow. That's really embarrassing. That's fucked up, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Matt, Boston, you're on the Manifest Show. Hey, Ronnie, how you doing today? Hey. Uh, what's up, brother? I'm just curious if you've seen, uh, I don't, I'm not sure if, it, if it's out in Creed or uh, if you've seen the trailer to the movie uh, Dreams of a Life. I mean, it's about a story that's always, like, stuck with me about this uh, woman, I believe they found her in Ireland, or Scotland, or Bay, England, maybe, that uh, found her basically as a skeleton, dead for three years, and based on a true story, watching her TV. Like, nobody went to look for this broad. Apparently, she was pretty well-known, and people people knew her, but sitting in a chair for three years, dead, to decompose into a skeleton. It's got to kind of make you wonder how important you are to people in your life. I don't know why people think that that's somehow worse than being left in a box underground and decomposing. When you're dead, you're dead. No, absolutely, absolutely. But when you, you know... Like when Chris Stanley dies, we'll be holding on to his treasure. And that'll be it. (laughs) I actually, as, a, as an off point, Chris, I, I apologize, but I did actually have a dream the other night that I killed you and took your identity so I could hang out with the greatest interviewer on Earth. But when you're not hanging out with him, it just gets weird, <laughs> taking my identity. Virgin. There's going to be a lot of phone calls from creditors. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. Fucking Chris Stanley lives his life like Haslam Blues. I... You ain't going to get the back rent. You ain't going to get the front rent. You ain't getting none of it. You can't find me. I want bourbon, one scotch, I want mm. beer. Mm. Oh, man, I wish I had that right now. Who don't? Uh, coming up a little bit, it's Capone. Capone is going to be in here uh, with Shaquille O'Neal. Now... We were talking about this. We wanted to play two-on-two basketball against them. 
Chris, you up for this? Yeah, let's do it. I mean, it's already I'm shot. going to fucking guard Capone. Oh. I want you to fucking stick to Shaq. Oh. Make sure he doesn't fucking get anywhere near that fucking basket. I'll give it my best. That I sounds might, like a loser. I might get run over. Seriously, that's a loser's attitude. You just got to tell me, I got a boss. All right, I got it. I'm a th- I mean, it's the way get, you say I got it, it sounds like you don't got it. It's going to get rough, though. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking draw. It's gonna be some fouls are going down. He is doing a tour, a uh, stand-up comedy tour, and I know a young comedian who I think is just fabulous, uh, young brother rum by the name of Kokomo Joe. <laughs> hey, he busted out his act yesterday. It's Maybe he'd strong. be willing to do some stuff for Capone. Have you ever seen Capone? Uh, yeah, I saw some. He's a fucking YouTube. bull, dude. He is a bull. Uh, and he's headlining this tour, right? Look, yeah, it looks like it. Yeah. Now Shaq doesn't go to the all the shows. He just says Shaq presents, and these it's, guys go. Yeah, this is this is Shaq's All Star Comedy Jam. <sighs> like NBA Jam, when you can play with Shaq. Mm-hmm. I got to get a new NBA Jam. Man, that fucking original NBA Jam was awesome. I, yeah. I it was like, holy shit, the guy's on fire. Even the one in the video in the fucking game uh, places were. Oh there. yeah, oh yeah, I loved it. When he was on the gun in Orlando, it was. And by shit. the way, when we play this, it's going to be straight street ball. All right, but, you know, but, call your own fouls, but all right, no blood, no foul. I like to say, and then I laugh. Gotcha. Like this is going to turn to an N one mixtape, basically. Yeah. Well, mixtape this shit, because they don't fucking know your thing of the no-look pass. I'm fucking nice like that. He not, not only no-looks pass, he no-direction passes. He doesn't even know where that shit's going. But it gets there. Sometimes. That's why I, I put up, like, chain link uh, uh, instead of the glass today, so it reminds us of the cages downtown. So, fucking, they're going to know shit's for real when they walk in here. I sometimes stop and watch the cages and watch them play, and I'm like... This is would be called an assault, except for the fact that everybody wants to do it. <laughs> oh, they love it. It's awesome. Yeah. Those things are always fucking packed out. Yeah, they're packed, but it looks like a fight could break out at any second. Someone's always snatching the ball back and calling a foul that no one else saw. <laughs> it's great. And some real players fucking show up there. Yeah, guys will drop by. I'd fucking show up today with Shaq, and I'll go, me and Shaq will play anybody here. And I'd do my fucking thing, and there's rain from the outside. I like that shit. I fucking airball it from anywhere on the court. And then I yell, come on, Shaq, rebound, motherfucker. Let's feed, do it. Feed him. Feed him that fucking ball. Shaq, I'm shooting. <laughs> Shaq, watch my hook. <laughs> That's going to be the shit. Capone is running with this shit, though. Hell yeah. Now that he's got it. What are you getting signed by him, Fez? Ball? Yep, got a ball for him to sign. Just one or seven? Uh, just one. See, I think we'd be lot, like better off with, you know, balls for him. And let's not even worry about having some of these people sign shit. <sighs> I tried to find a copy of Blue Chips for him to sign, but I couldn't find one. I think I don't even think it's out on. It's on. Out of I buy a lot of Blue Chips. Blue Chips, I will never turn that off. Blue Chips is fucking awesome. I love that movie. You like the meltdown at the end? Of course, I love the meltdown at the end. Everybody wanted wins out here. Fucking kid was shaving points, right? She caught it at the end. By the way, that was the weirdest movie because that had Shaq and Penny Hardaway in it, 
And then they went to play together at the fucking Magic. And then they never got a ring there. It's fucking bizarre. Look, I was down in Florida when fucking Shaq left and went to L.A. And the people of Orlando were so crushed. So I was over at this club. I know a fucking dude who ran a couple different restaurants. And he was like, Shaq is never going to leave Orlando. He goes, he's the king here. Anywhere he goes, traffic stops. He comes into a restaurant, the place. Everybody looks at him. I go, guess what? He's going to have the same thing in L.A., except for it's going to be Jack Nicholson and not you. Lock it in. He's fucking going. And now they just had that happen to him again. They had their star leave and go to Los Angeles. They are the fucking... The Magic is the farm team for the Lakers. It's fucking really weird. I can't, I can't believe the fucking Lions Lakers have this... This year, it's it's crazy. It's the li- the whole fucking. How can the whole league come down to two teams? It's nuts. And yet, maybe it won't. That's the thing. Maybe it will not. You don't know. You gotta have chemistry. How about uh, the cards again? Fucking nuts, man. They're going. I mean, this is as nutty as last year. It's there's ca- no now. There's no reason to deny them or act like they won't do it. They're doing the smartest thing. Just do enough to get to the playoffs. And then fucking run buck wild. Turn it on. It's going to be cards, fucking tigers. Who are you rooting for in that? Tigers. I can't root for the cards. <laughs> Good. I can't. Don't. Come on. I never root against the National League, though, because it's so much better baseball. Detroit you know. needs this. Look. Look at me. Yeah. It's much better baseball in the National League. You know you play some fucking variation of fucking beer softball in the American League. Love Swing it. for the fans. Love that DH. Swing for the fence. Uh, so, every, like, at least overnight, everyone's saying A-Rod going to the Marlins. Your ass is out. Uh, and the Yankees have to or just, uh, just say, hey, we'll eat $80 million. Just have him leave. Uh, really? That's just that's just from overnight. That's Where do you think he's going? Marlins is what the fuck. Because that's his home. Miami's his hometown. Goes to the Marlins. And I will tell you this. That would really help out the Marlins a lot. I mean, he, he'll draw down there, I think. Yeah, That's the, the only place I think he would draw. Uh, and they're saying people are offering, this is all speculation, you know, sources, whatever. One year, $5 million is what the people are throwing at him. Uh, One year, $5 million for fucking Alex Rodriguez. Is as, is as long as he's going to get since he's been breaking down a little bit. A little bit. All right. He's in a terrible slump. He's injured and can't hit right hitters. Right, right hand pitching. What the fuck? What do you think? He's got a year or two left altogether? And it's really just going to be the thing of, is he worth money to have kids come out and get their fucking balls signed by him? That's all it comes down to. Oh, man. that's He can't. Maybe he makes it to 40. Maybe three years. Uh, I don't think so. Maybe he stays to try to break the home run record. But I, I know I know that's what he fucking does retire. He's going to go underground. You uh, think? Yeah, I think it is this his time in New York. He's been so beat up, just like nonstop, just fucking no. It's all he wants to talk about. All he wants to shit on is a Rod. I think that this has to have fucked him up somehow. But he's got you know island money. You know what I mean? Like he could go back to the islands, just fucking buy some place. Nobody will ever see him again. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's gonna do that shit, so he doesn't have to deal with fucking. Paparazzi. Send the kid in here. Let's see. Let's see Joe. Let's see Coke. Joe, run over. Run, Joe. Before uh, Shaq gets here. Run, Joe. 
he still in the bathroom? Did he go around the other way? Oh, there was an there was an entourage. He's trying to get through it. Why wasn't he in here before? We're waiting for um, Shaq to come in. And also his headliner, Capone, who, uh, by the way, they're going to be playing New York tomorrow and Friday at the Best Buy Theater. Theater, Best Buy Theater, yeah. This says tomorrow and Friday. What's tomorrow and Saturday, excuse me. Oh, you changed it on yours. Could you change it on mine? So you, yeah. instead of you just fucking reading along and going, boy, he's really fucking up. Because um, I want Kokomo to try to get on this fucking tour with them. That'd be fucking awesome. Because he's that funny. Oh, Um. So anyway, Shaq's coming in with Capone. Yeah. And they're going to be doing this. And I was trying to get Kokomo to be part of it. I have no idea. I can't even get him in the room. He's, he's disappeared. He was supposed to be in, and he just disappeared. What? He told us a half an hour ago he had to go to the bathroom. Maybe he fucking died. I told him to go directly into the studio, so I hope he didn't do that. How long ago? Like two minutes ago. Call him. I will call Joe. Right Maybe, uh, you know, they're out there and he's afraid to walk by him. This is bizarre. He's coming right now. All right. We're good. Kokomo, where you been? I was outside the studio. I ran past Shag, and he was like, he was like, hey, don't run so fast. I'll do something to you. And I was just like, whoa. I'll do something to you? Yeah, something like that. Right. That doesn't like, make sense. you're Shaquille O'Neal. You're going to do jokes for him, right? Are you ready? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. All right. These guys ready to come in? All right, you come over here until I call you over. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal uh, is doing the All-Star uh, comedy jam, and then also is that them knocking. I guess, That's so I funny. Uh, and of course, this headliner component. Let's bring them Don't in. This hit make my people wanna. Jump, jump. Don't this hit make my people wanna. Jump, jump. Don't this hit make my people wanna. Jump, jump. Don't this hit make my people wanna. Jump, jump. Don't this hit make my people wanna. 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 Watch out, uh huh. Hi, bringing the cops out. Come on, street soldiers is ringing the cops out. Short circuit and blacking the blocks out. No Jackson, watch out. Capone's here. You better watch out. Uh, it's the Shaq All Star Comedy Jam. Clock Capone, you're headlining this? Yes, sir. Closing it out, baby. You know, I just want to say this everybody's going, okay, Capone's blowing up. He's. All this is happening. How long have you been at this now? 22 years. 22 years yes. chopping wood. Yes. 22 years grinding it out. 
You deserve this, man. Thank Seriously. You. Thank you very much. How does it feel too to to all of a sudden this is coming by and know that you're able to grab it the way you've been doing? Um, uh, it feels great. You know, yeah. it, it's uh, a lot of people get opportunities and don't grab it. Right. I read a quote from uh, Al Capone: "If you have an opportunity, you grab it with both hands and you embrace it until yeah. it can't be embraced anymore." I love to see you take the stage, man, because he he comes busted out, Shaq. It's like a bull suddenly comes into the ring. He's funnier than a mug. <laughs> How did you two guys hook up? Well, I've been a big fan of his for a while, and like I'm, I kind of consider myself a comedy expert because I, mean, mm-hmm. I, I watch everybody, I see everybody, uh, you know, all ranges, all styles of comedy. I just like to laugh, and you know, I'm 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 diverse enough to where I can listen to this guy and laugh, this guy and laugh, and so. You know, Capone is, is, you know, we're from kind of the, the same area of the street. So, you know, he talks about his pain a lot, but it's, it's probably every every man's pain. And he he's funny. He's funny. I love to see what you're doing with it, though, dude. Seriously. <laughs> I just think that it's amazing that there's so many people that they get in this business. It starts to grind them down. They pull back. They fall back on it. But what you're doing with this, the coolest thing about it is, you're so ready to be there for yeah. this to happen. You're yeah. ready for the big rooms. Yeah, it's true. I mean, you know, it's, it's about being humble. And mm-hmm. uh, the key is not worrying about what everybody else is doing because they continue to compare you to, you know, the Kevin Hart's, the, uh-huh. the Eddie Murphy's, and the, the Steve Harvey's. I, I don't want to be compared to anybody. I'm Capone, and I'm glad that I'm being recognized as Capone. But isn't it interesting, you look at Shaq, uh, you got over at what nineteen when you went into the pros, something like that. Yes, uh, sir. Can you imagine if you had to work at something for twenty years before you get that opportunity to really walk out in the spotlight? It's so different. Well, what happens to stand ups? Well, you know, Capone's Capone's a legend. You know, mm-hmm. unfortunately, in, in his business, there's there's underground and mainstream. I don't, I don't right. know why they, I don't know why they break it down like that. But underground, he's he's everybody knows him. Right, but. but my job to, to to make sure everybody knows about it, and, and you know we're doing that. You know our, our DVDs sell out all the time, and he's been with us now for two years, and we're doing shows. So, you know, it's just like you know being an athlete. You know, you're a great player, and everybody knows you're a great player. But now it's time for the world to see you're a great player. And you know he's going on all the tours. They'll know in 12 months. <laughs> <laughs> they will know the name Capone. Uh, you just played overseas too, right? Didn't yeah. you? Where'd you play? I uh, I did England. And uh, I actually had a chance to go over to Africa. Wow! And perform in uh, Cape Cape Town, and uh, it's it's been an honor. How weird is that, though? Because the reference points are different when you go to a place like that. Well, to be honest with you, the people only make a difference that don't know it. Uh-huh. You know, they told me to take all kinds of shots, and I'm listening to people who's never been there. And when I got there. They like uh, you didn't have to take no shots. You know this is. Uh, I mean, it, it was an incredible experience. <laughs> so I'm looking for all yeah, kinds of different shots. bugs, and <laughs> I done got doped up on a plane. <laughs> but it was it was a great experience, man. That is phenomenal because you don't normally get to do that. I mean, Shaq, of course, you're known all over the world. But some of our biggest comedians go from you know California, New York. Right. They can go anywhere and they're not known right. again. Um, so it's a, it's, a, it's a really different thing to walk into an audience who grew up in a different way that you did. Right. But uh, the, the Internet is something. Isn't that, that crazy? It's incredible. Yeah. 
I mean, when I went to Africa, literally, they screamed for me like I was Michael Jackson getting off that plane through the internet. I mean, I didn't, I didn't know what to expect to be honest. Yeah. And it, the the welcome that I got, and the people who knew my jokes, and people requesting certain jokes, it was unbelievable. Now, Shaq, you're always looking for new material, right? New yes. people out there. Yes. There's a young man over here that feels like he's got it right now. Okay. He is already getting a laugh. He's already getting a laugh just sitting there. All right, we'll give him five minutes. He's a young guy from Minnesota. You want to jump up? Yeah, give him five minutes. And try some of this stuff for him? All right. Now, he doesn't have the history that Capone has in the business, but he's got the heart. Grab the mic. This is Kokomo Joe. All right, Kokomo Joe. This is it for you, by the right, way. Guys, You're all... sitting in front of Shaq right I now. I see that. He's very big. <laughs> <laughs> these, these are all basketball-related jokes. Oh, that's a really good idea. Right. So Shaq oh, can yeah, go. So, so Shaq will understand. All right, so the first be one. Long. Be, be uh, in mind of the Shaq face meter. Yeah, right. you got to watch the right. Shaq right. face yeah. meter. Yeah. All right, I'm out of two. All right. <laughs> Why did Grant Hill have frizzy hair? Tell me. Because no one would give him a pick. <laughs> okay, next one. <laughs> I gave Larry Bird the bird the other day. He didn't get it. I thought I thought it was funny. He didn't get the irony. But uh, so I caught, started calling at him like a bird. I was like, you get it? You get it? He didn't get it. Anyways. Man, this is trouble. What's <laughs> Rajon Rondo's favorite candy bar? <laughs> Fast break. <laughs> I know. All right, so far we're not. The so Shaq far, meter it was from not two moving. to like a, yeah. a yeah. two. It's still two. Oh yeah, I I didn't play basketball growing up. I played uh, hockey. My dad took me out of basketball after I got violated by the shot clock. So <laughs> uh, it's a rule in basketball. I'm sure you guys are familiar. Nothing on the Shaq meter. It's not even moving. I know. Staring at I got this New Jersey jersey of Jason Kidd. People, I'll wear it. People will be like. Oh, New Jersey. And I'll be like, no, I got this at a thrift store. This isn't even new. Okay, oh, continue really, on. This is really a struggle. Yeah, well, okay. What else, you're getting the light. You're getting the light. What else do you do? I mean, yeah, I, what I else do. have you... This is just you're at the beginning this of This is your, just me at, at the beginning, beginning of your comedy the crowd. Career. Yeah. Oh. Have you, He's yeah. been in for 22 years. I've been in for like 22 minutes. Right. 22 <laughs> days. I got it. It's up to three. Yeah. All right. Oh, you um, think you're moving Shaq at all? No, I mean, I was hoping to, because, like, if I made him laugh, I would go, Kobe, Kobe. I would go, what would you do that for? If I, uh, like, you like the joke, you know, like, swoosh. So you but, would do what, though, when you said it? it? Kobe? I like, yeah. Wow. So, really, with you guys. I commend you for trying. Right? All right, then. You know why? Because, you know, a lot of people ask me what I do stand up. Even yeah, if yeah. I had Capone write me five, ten minutes, I still wouldn't do it. Okay. But you know because, what? Because you know what? I've been in a lot of places watching a lot of comedians. If that first, second, and third joke don't go off like your jokes didn't go off, <laughs> <laughs> you're in trouble. Yeah. You're in trouble for the whole set. So, but I commend you. Hand clap. Oh, there you go. Hand clap. Come, nice. Give it enough. Job, maybe Thanks, next. Then maybe next time coming through. Yeah. But here's the thing, Shaq. That inside the NBA show is as funny as anything on TV. I don't care if I miss the games when I watch that show. Uh, I, I feel like, all right, I, I've had a night of basketball. Yes, you, you know, we give you a mixture. You know, Ern, Ernie's expert, yeah. professional. Kenny wants to be a professional. Charles is silly, and I'm sillier. Mm -hmm. You know, I've always said to myself that, you know, when people watch or listen to me, I want to I give them a show. Yeah. Everyone knows I'm, I'm a humorous guy. Everyone knows I'm a funny guy. So, you know, if you're, if you're uh, wasting time watching me, yeah. I'm going to make you say, you know what, I didn't waste my time. 
Capone, you ever watch that show with Charles? Oh, still? yes. Yeah. He, uh, Charles, I always thought, was one of those guys. He could say something incredibly serious, and people will be laughing. Yes. You it's, know? Yeah, it's because... 40 point, 50 point. <laughs> Kobe Bryant. <laughs> and the funny, most funny part about it is that he be dead serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he is. Yeah, you serious. can't take him serious, though. And he say, second of all, Tim Dunn. Second of all, <laughs> Capone, you're funny. And second of all, I like that good. Man, man, you said second of all five times ago. There's some guys, though, that are just so comfortable in their own skin that they don't give a shit what anybody thinks of him, you know? Right. So the fact that he has that, I think, uh, makes almost everything okay that he says. Because he says some really antisocial things. Yeah, he says a lot of stuff that I, <laughs> I and then, get, and I'm like, get called for. Yeah, exactly. I think everybody else would be yeah. busted for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, we talked about Capone being uh, underground. What do you think the difference of those guys at work where they're really well-known but not maybe so well-known on the kind of network TV thing? What is the big difference there, Capone? Well, uh, to be frank, that you know, they, they try to separate everything. They try to separate laughter by calling doing white comedy rooms, mm -hmm. which they call mainstream, and then you got black rooms, which you call underground. I've never been one to feel that to separate myself in, in either one. I don't care who I'm in front of. I'm going to do my same material. I know how to tone it down because I do children's shows. But mm -hmm. if you're an adult and you heard a curse, unless I'm in a church atmosphere, I'm not going to curse. I curse funny, and if you come to a show, you're going to laugh at it. I don't believe in no mainstream. I think that Hollywood has done a lot to uh, keep it separated, picking one main black comedian at a time, and it's no longer going to work. That's really funny. So you honestly think like they go, all right, we've got the one. Yes. We've got that one guy. He'll get the movies for a while and that'll be yes. it. Let's look at the, the history of it. Eddie Murphy, who was the prime. I mean, I yeah. can go further, but I'll take it to Eddie Murphy. And then Martin Lawrence kind of skated in. And then you take the uh, the Cat Williams. And then you, you, you got Kevin Hart. I mean, they pick who they think is uh, somebody that's funny, but Hollywood is not in control of my career and uh, as long as there's YouTube and everything else that's out here that I can shine, that's all you need is people to recognize you and your true talent. Check. What are you looking for for somewhere to be on the tour? I mean, I guess you're looking for all kind of different acts, right? I'm looking for all kind of different acts. Uh, you have to be funny. Uh, you have to, you know, good thing about Capone is, like you said, he speaks to everybody. I, mean, mm -hmm. I don't, you know, like if you go to the show tomorrow, you're gonna to see, especially here in New York, you're gonna see everybody. So he he uh, controls the crowd. You know he's he, you know he knows what to say. He knows how to, his his delivery is is Red Foxish. Yeah, right. His delivery is Richard Pryorish. You know his delivery, and you know like when he's talking, like you, you you listen to him. Like I've seen him a long time ago, but I saw him the other day, and he hit me with some new jokes, and I. I had to get up and start running around. <laughs> I'm like, wow. And Capone coming on to this, and people have already been laughing for an hour. Yes. So you really do have to be ready yes. to bring it up a notch. Uh, it's tomorrow night in the Best Buy Theater, which is right around the corner, and then Saturday night. And then also, of course, Shaq has his comedy network, and you work with all kinds of people there on you. Saturday, we're in Nashville. Saturday, you're yeah. in Nashville. We're two shows tomorrow in right. the Best Buy. Okay. And then we go to Nashville. Yes, right. and you can go to YouTube slash ComedyShack.com. We have uh, collaborative, collaborative mm -hmm. material, uh, comedians, uh, 
other people with channels. I'm I'm doing a lot of personal stuff on it, just a lot of stuff. So we urge Capone as a channel. Yes. So we urge people to, to to subscribe because our new slogan is your TV just got funnier. Uh, and you're not going to be taking Joe along with you. He, uh, I mean, he had his shot in here today. <laughs> he threw it out there. He gave everything he had. He had a, I think no, that I, maybe. No, no, actually, you know what? You know, he was around the legendary Capone, so yeah. we could tell you he was nervous a little bit. All right, a little bit tell. nervous. Yeah, okay. Nervous. So, you know, those and jokes. maybe he leaned a little too much well, on basketball me, well, material. No, no, let me ask Capone. If you deliver those jokes in a certain way, could you make them funny? I don't know. I'm not a comedian. Um. The bird jokes? No. no. <laughs> okay. I, I tried to help you out. That was... And, and you know what? Uh, I got the sexiest DJ on tour. Her name is Spinderella. She's finer than a mug. Every, she's there for every yeah, show? she's there The legendary show. She's Spinderella. Wild. She's so, Spinderella. She's about, I don't want to say age, but she looks 19 right now. She cow. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Woo wee. She, uh, she was the DJ for Salt and Pepper. All right, so this is like an all-night party, too. Oh, when yes. you show up for oh, this, yeah. it yes. starts the beginning night. If you got a weak bladder, bring yeah. it up. Depends. All right, that's a smart idea Tell for everybody. Right <laughs> uh, the Shaquille O'Neal uh, Comedy Jam playing in New York. Two shows tomorrow night, then on to uh, Nashville after that Saturday night. Capone, congratulations, Thank buddy. You, Thank and you. I'm really, really happy to see you uh, uh, grabbing this thing the way you're doing, man. Thank you very much. And we'll see you guys next All time. Right, thank you. Okay, thank you, guy. Wait till I give my money right. I had a dream I could buy my way to heaven. When I woke, I smit that on a necklace. I told God I'll be back in a second Man, it's so hard not to act reckless To whom much is given, much is tested Get arrested, guess until he get the message I feel the pressure under more scrutiny And what I do, act more stupidly Bought more jewelry, more Louis V My mama couldn't get through to me The drama, people suing me I'm on TV talking like it's just you and me I'm just saying how I feel, man. I ain't one of the Cosby's. I ain't go to hell, man. I guess the money should have changed them. I guess I should have forgot where I came from. Alright, Shaq just stood up and smashed his head on our on the lights TV light, here. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I mean, he kind of went down from it a little bit, like it was holding on to his head. But uh, that's amazing when he comes in a room just... Yeah. I mean, stand up now, I know. underneath that He's... light, you've got... Oh, my God. He's yeah. like two feet. Here. Yeah, you've He's got... Like... I... He's over... He had to bend his head to get through the door. Christ. Seven he... one. I felt just terrible. I bet that's happened to him so much in his life. He's got to be used to it. At least he danced out of here. What am I gonna do about you guys and the bad fucking plugs? That's fucking day? That's me. It's like like you get drunk and you put these things together. Uh, sadly, I was sober for that. Dude, uh, fucking Shaq's face. Why poor Kokomo Joe is doing oh, yeah. those jokes? I I don't know what it is. If Shaq was really happy and clapping and said we're going to take <laughs> you on tour, that would have been nice and would have been a cool moment. <laughs> 
This was a million times better. So much better. <laughs> to see Shaq and Capote, and then they were in with some guy in the back, and he's just fucking. <laughs> he's got. He had like a, a a fucking thing over his head. You got fucking balls, kid. I know. Well, Capone was laughing. He was. Uh, he was laughing at the uncomfortability of it yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. But the fucking funniest line of the whole thing is Shaq saying, "Hey, Capone, could you make those jokes work?" No. <laughs> yeah. No, I couldn't. Not even with all my. It's experience. not. Right. Yeah, I know. Fez, he smashed his fucking head on the lights. Oh, I know these idiotic lights that are in here. What are you talking idiotic lights? No one else has ever smashed their head. <laughs> no, come on. I know, but I hate the lights and I don't, you know, I like thousand, Shaq better than the lights. We've had a thousand fucking guests in here. No one has smashed their head yeah, on the lights. It's never been a problem. It's never been the lights' fault. Now we're going to get rid of the lights. The get lights rid of me. the lights for safety purposes. The lights me. Hey, what was going on inside you? Were you dying? I thought I thought I was killing it. You Did know? you really? No, I didn't. Because his base was stone cold, and he looked like Easter Island. Every now and then, like you would kind of, sort of smirk, sort of, kind of smirk, somewhat, sort of, sort of. No. So no, I don't think I was doing good, but I was still having a fun time it with it. It was just fun doing that. <laughs> like, well, how many times did I get to like pitch jokes to Shaquille O'Neal and Capone? It's unbelievable. Yeah, I, I mean, I can tell my kids that. When... You should go. You, did you get your picture taken with them? No, not yet. That should have been part, part of it. Make sure you do. I will. Yeah. Make sure he gets his picture taken. That was so great. That was so funny. And then at the end, I go, are you going to be taking Joe? And he's just fucking staring at me like, and he's looking at me like, dude, how could you bring up something so uncomfortable? You know? Like, why it's would like you the elephant that? in the room. Only yeah. I was the elephant. What did his guy say to you? Oh, he's a comedian, too. I guess he's on tour with him. Oh, he is? He was just like, oh, you're a comedian? I was like, and I was just like, you know, saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, I was like, kind of, sort of, sort of. And he was like, uh, me too. Then he goes, four years. Like, I've been in it four years. I was like, four weeks, sort of, to him, back to him. <laughs> and then he just pointed to his notebook and he's like, write everything down. Anything funny, write down. I always carry a notebook. Yeah, everybody fucking says that until they get good. I don't want to fucking write shit down. <laughs> I'm going to write my jokes down and read them back. Yeah. Fuck, no. It's fucking ridiculous. That's the worst. All you got to do now, we got to fucking seriously. I think that if we were really fucking smart now, uh-huh. we would probably try to get you in front of Dr. J. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't think Shaq is it, but yeah. Dr. J is putting together a comedy tour. <laughs> nice. Fucking Shaq's... I consider myself uh, a expert in comedy. Yes. Do you? He's good. He's good. Oh, Capone, though, I'm really fucking happy for that guy. Because did you get his uh, thing, too? He said he'd like to come back and do a mast. Oh, yeah, I got the information. Capone? Yeah. He'll probably be on that show, for on that fucking tour for a long time. But that's a rough thing when you've been doing it for 20 years. He's fucking ready to get those big rooms. It's all just because of Shaq's name. Yeah, it's the Shaq All-Star Comedy Jam. And then, mm-hmm. all right, bring him in. Damn, Shaq. All the wrong information on here. At no time do I ever get a sheet that makes any fucking sense. Oh, no. Okay, I want you to take that. I want you to tear it up and eat it. Uh, okay. Maybe that way you'll learn from it. If you really want me to, I'll do it. So what are we saving the Shaq ball for? March Madness? Yeah. Yeah. That's exciting. Come oh, I'd give it away right now. Get my brackets on. I'm sure we'll be able to do something before March. I know we'll get another ball. 
Yeah, I was trying to develop a joke where like my uncle went mad last March, but I couldn't figure it out. That would have been fine. Now. Right. Been that awesome. was going to put you. Yeah, but, see, here's the thing. Get me on the tour. I think it was a mistake <laughs> just to fucking do basketball material yeah. for him because it makes it look like he's such a. A, a moron that, yeah, that he can't get anything outside of basketball. Shaq is more than just a basketball player. Oh, Coke then, by the way, I don't know if you saw this. He just starts lip-syncing to Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> He's hung up. Wait till I get mama. And we're all laughing and having fun. And then he smashed his head and I had to turn around and act like I didn't see it happen. Yeah. Um, Karen and Mass, you're on the Run Face show. And that, um, you know, Peter Bass has that Just Saying app, and if you do three minutes of material and tape it and send it to Conan, you get three three minutes on Conan. So Kokomo Joe should try out. I don't know if it's that easy, because I'm sure everyone does that. We just so what? Everyone does a lot of things. Can't try. Well, oh, yeah, okay. All right, look, that. you grew up in Minnesota, right? I did. Do, do you know anyone else... Who got the opportunity to try out for the Shaq tour? Not, not, now, no. I also want to point this out to you. At that moment, he looked at you like, serious, like, let's do this. Let's go. Because there's nothing he would like more than to discover some weird white kid in some weird fucking situation. Yeah. So you do have to get next to people. Now, your problem is content. You've got zero. <laughs> but there's something really likable about you. Like, you dying there was the funniest shit to me. I laughed I laughed so fucking hard, and I was turning around. I was like, and at one point I had this crazy thought, oh, what if I did something that's stupid? What if that happened to me? What if that was me fucking dying in front of Shaq with him glaring at me? Yeah, I was actually aiming towards Pips, and he was dying. Were you place. dying, Pips? I was dying because he was dying. I was, was fucking amazing. laughing so my good. ass off. Yeah. The other thing that got me was when he was leaving, he started lip syncing to the song, the Kanye West song, but looking straight in my eyes. I know. <laughs> and it was like, uh, holy shit, Chats looking at me. This is fucking surreal. It is crazy. Yeah. And that thing when he hit his head was like actually kind of sad. Uh, yeah, I didn't feel good. It's like, oh no, Shaq. I was like, well, he still has four rings. Dude, when you were doing the Kobe, Kobe, and acting like you were shooting over his head, and he was just fucking staring at you. That was so great. <laughs> it was just so fucking great. It looked like if his face was a TV set, somebody had turned it off. Make sure you're looking at the Shackometer. The Shackometer will let you know how well you're doing. She just started doing the Kobe, how much ass taste fucking like. <laughs> oh, my God. Weird. I want to do something from Kazam. Because that was six when that came out. Uh, I also want to talk about his platinum rap album. It went platinum. Shaq Fu? Yeah. Shaq. No, it was a. Uh, yeah, it was a Shaq Fu. Yeah, when Biological. No, Shaq Diesel. Shaq Diesel was his Yeah, when he was Diesel for a while. Yeah, he was Diesel. Um, but Still Biological didn't diesel. bother. That was perfect for them. See, why didn't fucking Fez use that during his uh, contrarian argument today? Here is. Um, Jason, you're on running Fez. Yeah. Come on, you should have done that set from yesterday. You would have been on that fucking tour, dude. Today's You'd have been on the bus. You and fucking Capone would be checking into the fucking Hamptons Inn in Nashville Saturday oh, night. Man, You'd be gone. Nashville. You'd be gone now. We would You'd be the fucking wonders. What? The Oneaters. Sorry. Dude, I think you're going to get over. I think if we learned anything today, yeah. 
It's what I, not to do. No, it's not that. I think that you need a whiter audience than you thought. <laughs> that maybe the Minnesota and that whole background yeah. doesn't open them up to the urban demographic. Let me tell you, you never know what's going to go over. I'm looking at just tons of emails today about Fez's bit. So nobody knows what's going to work and what doesn't work. Walton's fucking killing. Yeah. Uh, James, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, Coke. Hey, listen, man. That was great entertainment, man. I just got to let you know that first. And then Ronnie. Thanks. Thanks. What a save, my friend. What a save that was. To yeah. bring it around instantly like that. That was that was really cool. Yeah, it was really fucking funny, man. <laughs> it was really funny. Yeah, it was funny. The other weird thing is, like, when he got to the door, he was just... He's pounding on it. Just like, let's go. on the door. Like a big fucking scary giant was out front, just pounding on the door. Oh, yeah. He's loving them fucking rap, though. I saw Shaq years ago at this fucking event, and it was just kind of coming into the league. I think it might have been like a wrestling thing. We were backstage, and his bodyguards came up to, like, his fucking armpits. His bodyguards, he would have needed to protect them. My God. Now, coming up to his armpits, you still could be fucking sick still. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Just as wide as the fucking door as well. Like He's just a giant, giant man. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's yeah. not like some tall, thin guy. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. We had Stoudemire in here. He's like 6'10", I think. Yeah. But he's he's a skinnier dude. Like, fucking Shaq is just... Yeah, and Stoudemire is dressed to the nines. Yeah. Stoudemire is like bringing a fucking... What? Of the coat rack. Shaq was wearing his shacks. The yeah, shoes, yeah. Oh, I wanted to tell him, I'd be like, I had those in seventh grade. Yeah, they were the like... last person with them. <laughs> I know, exactly. <laughs> Remember in the store when they used to have the actual Shaq shoes? Yeah. In front of every store? Yeah. It was yep. like a 23. Mm-hmm. And you're like, that wouldn't be pleasant for well, that to no. be your feet. There was a host outside who was like putting his foot up against Shaq after he left here. Just saying, look at how small my foot is compared to yours. Yeah. And it's like, uh, the man knows he has giant feet. I'm sure he gets it all the time. Who was it? It was, um... Oh, boy. Why won't he say? Oh, this is interesting. Let's see, um... All right, now Dana's at class, right? Yeah, Dana's at class. All right, let's see, uh, he's still writing. Wow. That's what I had to be, I guess, a Chinese host. I misspelled it. This is how, um... What happened with Dana today that she doesn't realize uh, what blew up for her? Um, this was on L&A today? Yeah, they, they, uh, f- the audio of her saying that she, Jimmy and Ant are basically too old for her. Let's play it today. So they finally got around to hearing that. Yeah, they heard that. Yeah, and this was their reactions. Okay. Oh, how, how old is this fucking plain Jane? Uh, <laughs> how old is this fucking straight-haired average bitch plain Jane? <laughs> Who the fuck do you think you are? You fucking average broad. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> you fucking mediocre average intern broad. Fucking bagel fetcher. Fuck you. <laughs> You fucking, you dumb fucking Morticia Adams hair. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) I like boys my own age. Yeah, good for you, honey. Good. There's more. So that's helping blowing her up. That's the fan page going for Dana. Yeah. I'm just wondering why did it take so long? (laughs) 
right, let's hear. How old is she? I don't know, college age, so... No. Yeah, she's still in school. Exactly. Yeah. Here to make your dream come true? Are you stupid? <laughs> I want to be a broadcaster. <laughs> well, the older men are looking at me. <laughs> Holy fuck. Dunce. <laughs> I don't like the older men address me with their eyes. What do you think they're doing at college, idiot? Yeah. I prefer a guy my age in college who gives me a fucking a, a drink with throw hypnol in it. <laughs> and then fucking I vomit all over my Morticia Adams hair. You fucking plain Jane. Shut up. <laughs> I was nice to you when you were on the fucking show. Yes. Should have been nasty to you. All totally respectful. <laughs> That's nice. what happens when you're nice to somebody. Exactly. You fucking you <laughs> average mope. All right, so things are happening for Dana now. <laughs> I think this is going to help her webpage take off. Her name's getting out there, you know? People are saying some nice things to her, uh, saying some lovely things. So did uh, we ever? Did she ever put up the URL picture? Uh, no, I forwarded it to her because she has control of the actual webpage. She, uh, the whole time Earl was taking pictures of her, she was pulling at her clothes. Yeah, it's fucking weird. She's an abuse victim. Yeah, something happened. Yeah, something horrible happened. There's more if you want to... Oh, uh, yeah. I could listen to it all day. All fucking day I could listen to it. Okay. You fucking... You're a hush puppy. If women wear shoes, you'd be a fucking hush puppy. <laughs> fucking... Uh. Boop, de -doop. What do you need? Boop, de -doop. RF intern Dana? Yeah. RF Intern Dana, that's the uh, Facebook? Oh, yeah, that's your fan page. Just in case anybody wants to check her out. You know, I want to see more you of what she looks what, like. You want to see what she looks like or anything, you could go to that uh, yeah, website nice. uh, or that uh, She's 20 Facebook years old. Yeah, who cares? What do you think? You, what are you playing that I'm too young shit? No, because people are at, no, you were asking. I'm giving you an age. That's yeah. what I'm saying. But she's saying, like, what, you're too young? She's 20. You're old enough to go to the electric chair, stupid. You're old enough to shoot jizz on. Um. All right, so she's making friends. She's getting over. I don't know why it's going. She was fucking busting their balls the day after she went in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sam is slow. Sam is slow. I thought he would have that up the following day. It kept on going. Oh, it kept on oh, going. It didn't yeah. stop this. No, it didn't. It didn't stop. Uh, you're old enough to go to the electric chair. You're old enough to shoot jizz on. No. That wasn't the end of it? No, there's more. Because that seemed like a natural ending <laughs> for a bit. Okay. How well, tall is she? Isn't she really short? She's a dummy. I think she's like 5'1"-ish. Aw. Not a smart girl, not a, perceptive. No, a, fuck, so. a fucking... Sheltered. A fucking five and a half who's battling dwarfism. Who's <laughs> fucking <laughs> criticizing everybody else. <laughs> oh, shit. Shut your face. Oh, my God. Wow. Well, you know, she just wants to stick to guys her own age. That's, you know. But let's be honest. She is winning the battle against dwarfism. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Except for, you know, the fact that her... It seems like her pelvis is bigger than her legs. Oh. Creepy. Is it? I mean, it's just the way God made them. It's just like being born this way. There should be more dwarves in the born this way video. They don't apply. I don't think Lady Gaga really cares about the dwarves. How come no one ever brags about being born this way and then like because they have leukemia or something like I was born with leukemia. <laughs> that that they want to fix. 
Well, that's going to kill You're me. still blushing from the beating that you took. No, I'm not. Well, it's a mix of the beating, but it's also Dana. Because it's... Uh, who do you think had it worse, you or Dana? Today? Dana, Dana, yeah. Because <laughs> Dana didn't get to talk to Shaq. She just got pretty much called the cum slut on air. Um, <laughs> by that, I mean... I would have played all those bits for her, but we were in the middle of the child that doesn't matter bit. Yeah. What was that called again, Fez? Uh, one kid too many. A lot of people run it writing in wondering if you could do one two, kid too many too. I think I've got it all covered right there on the interrobang. Way to push it back and stop it. It's always good to clip it. There's always more. good to clip it. There's more. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> thought for sure we were done. I thought for sure we were over. This is this is it. She is a little bit of a bitch, huh? Yeah, especially was she on with me and you, or was she on the uh, the regular show? She was, was she on, on with all this. She was on with us. I remember when she yeah. she came across as a very strong woman. <laughs> and I think I think a very strong woman. But weren't we nice she. to her? Yes, very we were nice totally to her, yeah. nice to her. Well, that's gonna end. Mm. <laughs> uh, Fuck her. Exactly. You fucking just carry something on your head like the pygmy you are, and uh, fucking stay out of the studio when we're here. Wait, she has a fan page. Isn't she an intern? She set it up herself. They're doing. Of course she did. Her and the other intern, I think. Oh. Both have their own little fan pages. Fan page? Yeah. Hmm. She's on the air a lot. She is? Yeah, Ronnie brings her in quite a bit. Who's on the air more, her or Fez? All right. That's when, that, when, when you say on the air more, you mean on the air in the sense that they're sitting who in front do you, of... Who do you hear more? Uh, generally or like on... In the last couple of weeks. I mean, if you added up the minutes... Dana is probably a little more wordy. You'd probably hear her voice a little more. Yeah. Than, than it's good to get the woman's point of view. Yeah. They always have something to add. That's it. Now, why would you play that part when you know you're just... Thanks, Fez? Chris. Give me a DMC. Would you rather not know that these things are being said, Fess? Yes, I actually would. But that didn't make you cry the way her fan page made you cry. No, I mean, I, you know, I understand my problems, but, you know, with her fan page, that goes into gay slurs and everything else. Plus, you got a lot on today with the, the child that um, didn't get a lot of lines. I don't see Dana with that bit. The child without a lot of lines. Mm-mm. Now, she's like Kobe. She could, you can ask her what your ass tastes like. You're still fucking trying to get over that beat down, aren't you? A little bit. Well, once it settles in more, I'll be... I mean, did that, that actually had to feel like you were with a chick and your dick couldn't get hard. It had to be the same fucking I thought it was trauma. hilarious. I mean, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm dying. I mean, I'm, I'm bombing hard right now, but this is going to be such a funny story to tell. It's a fucking you. hysterical story. You know, and like, if I, I'll be like, yeah. I'm no, fucking... you're wrong. It was funny while it was happening yeah. if you weren't you. Yeah, no, that's yeah. the thing. I know. You, the only thing that didn't work about that bit I was that I was me. Yeah, you were you. Yeah. If you weren't you, you would have fucking loved it. I would have loved it. Yeah. yeah it it's like when a friend has a really good prank that they pull, and you're like, oh, I was just hoping. I'm like, mad. the only way this gets better if he just starts pissing on Shaq. <laughs> Please start pissing on Shaq. Yeah. God, that's funny awesome. fucking shit. 
All right, that's going to be a little... Uh, now, are the new fans saying nice things to Dana? Um, let's see. She promised... I saw... I was in this booth looking at it. She promised a picture after a thousand likes, and she's almost there. No, she's over a thousand likes. Now. Oh, is she now? And there's a little dwarf porn. Some people were already po- posting pictures of her. From where? I don't know. I don't know how they found this. I don't know. I think they got on her Facebook. Me, I'm at 54, which is all I wanted, you know? That's plenty. That's all I need, really. That's solid. I think I'm going to get rid of it. Why? Well, maybe fucking Shaq will fucking say it somewhere. Yeah, maybe. Like, there's yeah. a young fucking white kid I met out of Minneapolis. <laughs> yeah, probably not, though. When you said fucking Grant Hill's hair was so frizzy. I thought that would get a fucking laugh. <laughs> it just got fucking... It was just funny to me because you're just saying that to black dudes. <laughs> and then bring it up a pic to them. You like those idiot kids upstate... Who did the blackface fucking bit? What, with Rihanna? Yeah, then they don't understand why everybody got so mad at What's him. the big deal? Come on, it's funny. And then you can just see from the picture, it's a completely white school. They haven't seen a black person there in years. They've fucking ran them all out. Well, here's the weird thing about Dana. Is she came in, she was like a little bit shy, but uh, that immediately turned to cocky. Over, like it was literally between one show and the next, she yeah. completely fucking changed. And you don't even know why. You just start yelling at her. Yes, it was. It was actually. I'll tell you the, the show where she didn't know who George Washington was from that show to the next. She was a different person. She must have got some kind of feedback. Oh, and it just and it, Staten Island and it just texted me, just going what in, ca- <laughs> in capital letters, just in all capital letters. I'm glad you two stay close. Yeah. Think of Dana like the way I described it, especially after yesterday. It's like she was a kid with new toy, with like a new toy, and that's how she came in here. Was like, look, look what I have at this new thing. But then like she left the toy out, and Grandpa like <laughs> tripped on it. And now everybody's yelling at her for leaving her toys out. She just couldn't understand it. She was so excited. It was more like you know, though her new toy. And then she took a shit on it. Yeah, <laughs> and then Grandpa tripped on it and got shit all over himself. Uh, what was your favorite line for her today? I wish she was fucking working in that. It would have been great. <laughs> I like being, her being called a hush puppy. <laughs> I think if you're old enough to be executed, you're old enough to jizz on. I don't think you could ever fucking get further along than that. Yeah, I just try to stay under the radar. By get, doing, having stand up to Shaq's skill on you. Yeah, that's how I stay under the radar. Joe, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, Ron, I was listening to the uh, Tuesday replay um, on my NO. I recorded it. And the only interaction that you had with Fez was when he looked up uh, something for Craig Ferguson. He uh, made about four or five comments in a row that you completely ignored. So I want to know if you did that on purpose or. Yeah, it's because it's something that happened. That? Where I felt like he embarrassed me in the league. He did something that a guy doesn't do another guy. Have and I, I quit my league over it. And you don't want to come back, Ronnie B? No, it's done. It's already, I've already turned in my password to ESPN. But I'm over that now. I'm not mad about that. But I, I did feel embarrassed about that. So Tuesday, Fez and I didn't have any interaction. But I'm, I'm over it now. It's just one of those things. You can take the, the, the back from me. 
even though I'm now. What did I fucking tell you? I'm not going to discuss this every day. Right. You you better go on and win the championship, though. I already turned in my password, and I noticed the people who asked me not to leave, HTG, Kathleen from the Bronx, my great friend Pips, um, Hard Rock Johnny, yeah. but then the people yeah. who fucking don't you, like me, the Fezzes, the Mikey Boys, the Kokomos. No, I don't want you they, to leave. It's too late. You did not uh, post up, whereas... And I've already taken it. I've already done no. it. So that's the person, people who didn't. Um, but it's not that um, I'm already over it. I already don't care. And I'm actually glad I'm not playing the fantasy football. I never liked it from the beginning. It's too, um, it's too aggravating. At least I went out five and one. You're going to take the team on in the championship. You were, your team was what? Oh, and six. God, you stink. Really bad. Uh, who are you playing this week? I'm playing Super Bench. Well, crush him because he lined up on the other team with Kokomo and Fez. And there was one other name. I can't remember what it was. Uh, let's go over to um, Paul. Paul, you're on my Fez. Hey, buddy. Yeah, that fantasy, fantasy football fucking ruins your life. That it does. That wire is the fucking worst. Just tracking that thing. But I think somebody got to Dana and gave her bad advice. Like, oh, this is your big chance. You got to promote yourself. You know, just somebody. No. You know, she's dumb. She doesn't know who, who to listen to. No, whatever. I mean, everybody, look, here's the thing. Everybody comes in on the air and they do whatever they do. That's it. So yeah. then the repercussions come up. I don't know if you can teach people or whatever. Everybody does the thing that they do. That's what happens. Um... Here is Joe. Joe, you're on Run Fez. Hey, uh, I think Dana's playing the game here because if you listen to O&A this morning when they were doing their Rocktober deal and messing with those guys, they were reading tweets that people were posting on this on their Facebook page, and Dana, the intern, was one of the ones they were reading. And then she calls you guys and says, hey, what's going on this morning? Well, she, there's no doubt that <laughs> she's got this attention thing. There's no fucking doubt. But, you know, there's also a lot of guys who do the same kind of shit. You know, and she's just using her. I am the young girl. I don't know what's you know. going on around me. That's her gimmick. Yeah, Vietnam was pretty bad yesterday. Yeah, the Vietnam thing was embarrassing. She thought Vietnam was in World War II. I know. And she's it's a $200,000 education. I know. Oh. And all of her classes are in stuff like make it in sitcoms or some fucking yeah. crazy shit. How to be punctual. I saw NYU had this class. I would fucking take this in a heartbeat, though. Questlove is teaching classes on classic albums. Oh, shit. Sign me up. It's pretty awesome. That's fucking ridiculous. And, like, he's doing, like, a Sly album. <laughs> what fucking works about it? Prince album. It's pretty cool. I took something similar to that. I took it was a geology class called School of Rock History. It was actually a rock and roll history <laughs> class. It wasn't even a geology class. This is one of your fucking chat no. Jokes? It's an actual thing. It actually happened. So you took a rock and roll history class? Yeah, when I was a freshman. All right. So what is this history of rock and roll that you and your people talk about? Well, it was it started off as uh, from mid eighteen hundreds with the whole 
Scott Joplin and menstrual shows, and then worked its way up to 1970. Then the second course, there, yeah, it was a two-part course, was from 1970 on. So I took it up so until So they really think that pre-1970 rock, Scott Joplin and should show up at a, a menstrual show stuff. Yep, yep, and like African Roots, uh, how they affected. We also covered country. Was it a good class? Was it fun? Yeah, it was a fun class, but, you know. Not the most practical class, but I loved it. Did I'll, you have to do a paper? Yeah, I had to do a paper. Didn't even study for the final. Nailed it. Aced it. Um, so, yeah, it was pretty good. All right, someone wrote this in that fucking Dana wrote this on her Facebook page yesterday. What should I talk about on the show today? Any suggestions? Questions? What do you want to hear? Whew. It's like a, it's a privilege to be on the show. It's not her show. Like, oh, can't, just, can't just come on whoa. to it, you know. You know what? You, you would in, you, you know? would be my best intern except for the Shaq audition. Oh, I know, shit. Johnny Boy, you're on Run of Fest. Ronnie B, million dollars, you said, like a million dollars. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, a five and a half fighting dorkism? That's a pretty fucking strong line. I just have to throw that out there. Oh, yeah, it yeah. was... It's uh, good. It was fucking... To be to come up with all those lines so quickly, to go from that fucking oh I like that person to I despise that person is hysterical. Um, Ryan, you're on the Running Fest show. Hey, Ron. Listen, I, I'm a heterosexual male, and I would not make out with Tina, but I can tell you I would make out with Fez Wally. I definitely would. Well, what are we waiting for, Ryan? It's one for my mean, side. I just need listen. I'm married, very happy, three dogs. All right, but, I mean, this day in the chick, she's, got a, she's getting too much air time. Well, that's the funny thing. She won't be here all that long, and this is kind of a rise and fall. I kind of find it interesting. Yeah. Course of a week, two weeks. What's that, two weeks? Yeah, I said, like, over the course of two weeks. Oh, yeah, yeah. two weeks. Yeah, she had like... the full, uh, she had, like, the same thing to her that would happen to, like, Dice Clay. You know, over the course of the 80s and the 90s. <laughs> like, he had to go all the way to fair... Uh, what was that fucking something thing before everything crashed back down? Oh, uh, uh, fair play? No. Ford Fairlane? There, no. There you go. Ford Fairlane. That's it. Say it with that thing of, like, I know it. Not a question. You got it. Uh, by the way, Blowhard wants to know exactly what happened in the thing. Here's why I dropped out of the league. Fez purposely... Tanked his team against me on Monday night, and I felt like everybody else was going to. Obviously, I didn't ask him to do it, and everybody was going to accuse me of cheating. And I'm like, I certainly this whole thing, which stinks anyway. I, I just got embarrassed, but it has more to do with the Fez and me dynamic, and that's why I want Chris to take over my team. And you love it. You love your. I'm a big fan of fantasy football. And yet you can't play where shit. You've never once made the playoffs. Just missed two previous years. So this year, um, so, you couldn't. No, I know in six. No, I was totally out. This was just riding this thing straight to hell. All right, someone wrote in, well, why didn't you know that over the weekend? Because as he saw he was winning, he took out his starting QB and left it blank. And I didn't know that until I wrote to him during the thing. Like, what the fuck did you do? What's happening? And like, he's like, well, I just felt like I want you. And I'm like, but you're making me look like a dick now. I look and feel like a fucking dick. When 
Pips beat me, and I'm not. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. That it doesn't define me. I'm not Kathleen from the Bronx, where how I do in fantasy football defines me. I don't walk around with a championship belt wherever I fucking go. Shove it, screaming people. Face. You the two-time fucking winner, cause I am. Those uh, bride bride pictures that are up are just the funniest thing ever, though. They're funny as fuck. Um. Greg, you're on the Run of Fez show. Ron? Yeah. Hey, I just wanted to say that uh, Kokomo Joe's little audition there for Shaq was like one of those bad American Idol auditions where they know they suck, but they still go on the show, and you're like, what the hell? But but here's the thing. Thanks. The difference was, like, the, those people's co-workers aren't sitting there and thinking that it's hysterical. <laughs> and I don't know why... That the fact that those two men felt so uncomfortable made me so happy. That's that's got to be a character fault. That, yeah, Shaq was totally thrown off. He was just yeah, it was bad. It was bad. It was now because funny. here's I really what I think it. too: when you were Shaq, you know, even when you were a little kid, everybody paid attention to you. And we basically it's said, the man growing up. When first I was of all, kid. I want to talk to Capone, and now I want to have fucking Kokomo make Shaq feel weird. <laughs> this is about. Kokomo right now, Shaq. You've had then, your time, Shaq. And then let me talk about the fucking 76ers own Charles Barkley. Fucking great. By the way, I do love Barkley. How could you Barkley not makes Barkley? me fucking laugh so hard. Yeah, I didn't really gauge or you know, realize how uncomfortable the uh, pick joke could have actually been. Yeah, it's fucking racist. Yeah, I know, it is. Yeah. Shit. But here's your picks. problem. You're from... Minnesota. I, hey, you yeah, don't but understand. I'm still like, from a city in Minnesota... Like, there's still black people, white... It's very diverse there. It's not like... Is it really? It's super diverse. Uh, no, in the I city, feel, it's like... No, I feel really uh, fucking bad about it. All right, is upset that she missed Shaq today. She had tweeted that earlier. Weird. She's a racist. The Shaq meter. Watch. Do yourself a favor. Watch the Shaq meter. And the Shaq meter never moved. It never fucking It's sort moved. of, kind of, like... like The um, guy that was with him, sitting on the couch, he ba- he took his jacket off and put it over his head. I should have said that earlier. <laughs> because that guy was fucking so uncomfortable. Yeah. I thought, you, yeah he was the guy great. who was also a comic. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was great. Oh, uh, fucking funny shit. My blowhard wants to know why that happened. Fez can post up and explain. Kokomo, have you decided to stay in the league? Yes, I will stay in the league. So you got Coke. You got Pips. I've told all those people to show you the same respect that they showed me. I wrote something really beautiful on there as my goodbye. This league's going to get real weird. Well, it's already real weird. Nothing could have went weirder than Monday night. That just... That's like a blindside type thing. Where but you had to admit, you fucking thought that I was part of it. This is my only way of showing, like, I didn't get him to do that. Oh, for, for actually quitting the league? There's no yeah. question. Yeah, but at the time, like, if it, it must have looked like, well, Ryan won't let Fez play his fucking quarterback. That's fucking... So wait you man. took out Peyton Manning. And left just a blank fucking wow, spot. An empty know. slot. All right, we got a break here. Um... Yeah. 
I have been told this. When Dana gets back, she's ready to unload on O and A. Oh, so maybe this is the start of a October radio war, or maybe this could get into Jovember. I thought Bagel Fetcher was. A funny I really line. do like it when people really get their feelings hurt by October. Those people last year, and they got the write up and all, and they were hurt. And maybe one of them brought up the fact that one of their kids isn't, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah, whatever. I, I couldn't think saying. of the word <laughs> like you could. That kid ain't right. Nope. There's something <laughs> off. Oh, yeah, the people that fucking get uh, actually pissed, that's the best. Can't get enough of that shit. Um, and to throw a fucking radio war into a Jocktober that's fucking full speed. This will be the Man, biggest thing ever happened. month, yeah. Maybe not good, but... Uh, yeah, we do get a break. Uh, anyway, come out and join. Look, check out it's where comedy begins and ends. I'll call it Shackatorium, Shackadagadalicious. Um, everybody's going to be able to come there and enjoy themselves and laugh and enjoy a good time. Sounds fun, Shack. It's delivery is great. Capone is here with me, this man, <laughs> blowing it up, making things happen. He, I'll be under the boards, grabbing them. He understands comedy. We're expanding our brand. I'm coming out with a Shaq comedy sneaker. I even get it's the only sneaker without soles in the bottom of them, so you're walking barefoot. It's very hilarious. <laughs> it sounds like that'll help the stand up. Um, there's another joke I'm writing where I fart, and everybody's gonna enjoy it. I didn't even get a chance to get to my Spud Web joke. Suck. Can I tell it now? Yeah, gotta do okay. your Spud Web. All right. Charlotte Webb just turned 60 years old. Did you hear about this? Anyways, I want to write a book called Spud Webb, Spud's Web, where he saves a pig from going into the slaughter, but he eats a talking horse. He also dunks over a barn. That's the whole joke. I'm sorry. Damn it. If that fucking... I know. If only I had that. Yeah, I know. By the way... That would have got me. Queen of Elizabeth has done a full turn on you after today. Oh, yeah? And said, you're okay. Cool. Say so you've won a row back I'm home. I'm glad. I'm glad. Feel good about yourself, I'm Joe. trying to do... Sort of. No, that's good, man. It's good to hear. I want to take this out. To me, it's Shaq Delicious. Um, I'm opening up a place called Shaq Burgers. We're going to have Shaq Fries. Shaq Shake. Uh... Shack apple pie or shackle pie, mm. we call it. Shoka cola for shackle cola. And parking lot, everybody will be parking inside a little shack. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great tie in. <laughs> oh, my dad just sent the fucking cutest thing. So, um, he just went through some of our old CDs, and he's going, Wow, Van Morrison, he is terrific. How long has he been around? I never heard of him. What? He says, <laughs> now he writes. So, he says, my dad is sending stuff out to me, my brother, and my sister, all at the same time. So, he's like, um, I guess he had, I don't know where he got it from. Has he been around before? I never heard of him. Now I can't stop playing that music. 
Ronnie needs to interview this dude. Then he writes, you all must listen to Ron's interview of Art Garfunkel. Awesome. <laughs> uh, baseball playoffs have been incredibly interesting and surprisingly good. LaRusso left some of his magic in the St. Louis dugout. He's writing to us like it's a newspaper. <laughs> it's fucking great. He's fuck. He's so funny. That is so funny. This Van Morrison... He's got chops. I just found this CD. That's hysterical. I don't know, Pop. Maybe it's the same stuff that you used to scream at us for listening to. Remember when you called it doper music? I thought we were doping up. Oh, in hindsight, you were correct, though. I do have to point that out. <laughs> don't be paranoid that you made any mistakes. Spot on. Everything you accused us of was 100% true. All right, see, this becomes the next thing, though. Now, the whole just like, how come you didn't get this person? Oh, no. Come on. And, Fez, you would, uh, he, my dad would make you cry because he is so pro Romney um, no. that you would not believe it. Um, here's uh, Greg. Greg, you're on the Run Fez show. Hey, what's going on, buddies? Hey, Pepper. Yes. I, I can't believe you're staying in this league knowing what Fez did to Ron and how Fez talks to you and treats you and how Ron treats you and whose side you're taking on this. I'm on Ron's side. Here's the thing. I'm sure. He gave me an honor of heading the team off to me. But my, my thing is, I and I'm certainly not even, you know, because I know Fez is going on through a lot for his medications, but this whole thing of I would rather Ron live win than me was just so embarrassing to me because I thought for sure I would have, if if let's say Pep would have done uh, would have gotten that I would have said Pepper you're cheating I know you talked Fez into that so I just decided to step down maybe I'll be back next year but as far as this year it's a lost year when no it's not a lost year you're going to win this thing you've got the team you've got like the number. Three back and the number five back in the league right It's now. magic. Your team is magic. It's a fucking fantastic Because team. I fucking basically you know drafted properly. Yes, I'm Unlike like you when you're <laughs> reading your draft fucking magazines. Matt, Matt Stafford. Kokomo had a big week last week. Did have a big week. Pips uh, just had his first loss. He seems to be dropping a little bit. Yeah. You're tied for first in the whole league, in the 10-person league. This is it. I'm not mad. I was, I was embarrassed... On Monday night, Tuesday I made the decision. Now I'm up, I'm not upset with Fez. I'm not upset with anybody. Life goes on. Maybe Bri Bri will leave funny pictures of himself in my phone. We don't know. Oh boy! I got a lot of stuff I got to do. I got to think of an email right back to my dad about how Van Morrison doesn't do many interviews. I don't even know if he's in America right now. And when he does them, he's not even all that nice to people. He's surly. Yeah, he is. Like all of the Irish. They could turn on you in a heartbeat. Wonderful man, though. The Stanley Tucci interview is up on the iBang now. Good read. All about uh, his family cookbook. Doesn't once bring up any of the things I bring up to, but as a plug. Dover responds to any of the stuff I talked about, but he has a plug. All right, we are going to break here. 
We shall indeed be right back in just a few moments. It is the Ron and Fez Show. It's the Ron and Fez show. Chris Stanley saluting chick bands from the 80s again. This one goes out to you, ladies. Aren't you doing this every third show now, though? Yeah, you get into a groove. I have mean, to get myself out of it. I'm loving it, though. Um, Fez already mentioned that the Stanley Tucci uh, interview was up. Hicks, do you ever cook for yourself? <sighs> like real basic shit. Like I'll cook like a fucking cheeseburger or like some tuna fish. So it's not like an actual like meal. Mm-hmm. That I would like serve to another person, just something very basic or breakfast, cook myself breakfast, you know, but nothing ever like elaborate. Can I? Uh, I'm just going to guess this that you smoke while you're frying. Yeah, yeah I definitely. Yeah. yeah, I just picture you. <laughs> mm, this bacon smells <laughs> good. Got I'm the ashtray like, next to the. Taking food. care of this. <laughs> Before, you know, it became frowned upon. Every short order cooked in in America. Smoked while they were cooking. It's great. Yeah, you gotta fucking work, relieve stress. It's good. Isn't it weird too? Is like that you never have seen anyone's mother with a hairnet, and yet everyone acts like there ever has to, there has to be a hairnet in a restaurant that mm-hmm. we panic over this. If there's a hair in my food, this shit's going down. This is what people think. Yeah, right. never. I don't ever remember when my mom getting hair in our food. No, my mom didn't cook. This on the rare time she did cook really badly, there wasn't. It was fine. It was just really shitty. <clears throat> there must have been a rash of it though for hairnets to show up in every kitchen, in I, every restaurant. I think it's just well, that's it's not like it's the law. restaurants themselves decided that a law yeah. came down. But you know that kind of that kind of stuff happens all the time. Hey Doug, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, did you guys anybody talk about the uh, clip at the beginning of the Chelsea Handler show a couple nights ago? With um, Sandra Bullock and Chelsea, uh, yeah, it's up on the eye bang. I mean, I don't, I don't really have any opinion about it. Do you? Uh, Chelsea's got really big tits, that's for sure. Well, I mean, are you shocked by that? 
<laughs> no. I'm not sure whether it's sexy or not. I can't really figure that out. Well, it'll be up to you. I mean, the pixel thing, you know? Yeah. It well, is what it is. is. You know, is Sandra Bullock, you think she's really naked there? Nah, probably not. Huh? I don't know. I don't, you know. She might be wearing pasties. I mean, they all act. It's a pasty fucking party. Whatever. It's a pasty party, probably. I don't, I don't have any opinion of it, one way or another. Uh, there's this thing out on the five-second rule. Yeah. A uh, college, I believe, in San Diego has ruled that the five-second rule is bullshit. If your food falls on the floor, it's fucking dirty. And that anyone who picks their food up to eat it there is eating dirt garbage food. That's not going to stop me from believing in the five-second rule. Well, the five-second the, the five rule uh, is the secular version of kiss it up to God. <laughs> if you're a little Catholic kid and you drop something, kissing it up to God just basically meant... I know there's dirt on here, but I want to eat it anyway. Now, I will tell you that if you were a human being, you've eaten dirt and germs every single meal. Every single meal. There's no way to get everything so clean. And you're still alive. So stop acting like you're some precious fucking bubble that floats through the internet, uh, floats through the fucking atmosphere, and can pop it every second. Every human being uses a keyboard probably at work, or almost every. Yeah. I'd say, or at least during the course of a day. A keyboard is a dirty, disgusting thing. They say it's say. actually, like people who eat lunch at their computer, they said they would be better off eating off the toilet. <laughs> and by the way, I did see some, some people eating sandwiches in a fucking public restroom before. A guy that was like, get you hand towels, had a sandwich in there and was eating it. Oh, that blows. And I was fucking uh. cracking up. <laughs> I've never believed in the five-second rule anyway. Oh, if, come on. I don't even like it if, like, if I drop a fry or something and it hits the table instead of the plate. I consider the table too dirty what? and just get rid of that fry. Fuck that shit. Just be done with that one. You're a worrier, though, right? Yeah. You worry about a lot of stuff. I mean, it's not like you've kept yourself healthy. Through these things that you have. Out of all of us, you've missed the most time. Yeah, that's true. But not from eating dirty food. How do you know? Just the other night, you said that you were so sick to your stomach from a sandwich that you ate, right? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with the food. It's probably either the way it was prepared or something that you had. But you got some kind of a fucking thing in there. Probably somebody who's dick cheese mm-hmm. or ass sweat, oh, whatever oh, it happened. You know, got on, like they fucking wiped their ass and then they made you a sandwich. I mean, you're a guy that you act like you're so clean, but you eat most of your food from these fucking weird places. <laughs> you know, you're the only one of us who eats a bodega sandwich. Yeah, well, I figure that place is clean, but with How the could five- it be? If you really had this clean thing, you would prepare your own food. Because it's got the A in front of the in the window oh, from the health department. You can fucking buy those. You can buy those. It's literally just a piece of printer paper. Oh, I thought they meant something. But you still can pay the person off. And just because they're clean on the guy the day that the guy shows up doesn't mean that those guys are gonna be clean every day. It's all I don't know, you're the one who fucking had the intestinal problem the other night. 
You seem to know about it, but it's, you know, you live on the planet Earth. How clean is anything? The germophobia thing, I just I think as as we get farther farther along, it's just getting worse and worse. It's fucking fake. Let's face it, we used to be cowboys. We used to be fucking serfs. We used to be cavemen. There's nothing we're not different than nature. We are nature. People don't see it that way. They want it to be an antiseptic world. That's not good for you though. That's I, I hate that. That's shit. all but that is also chemicals. As you're cleaning chemicals down, you're putting them into your fucking system. Chemicals. Yeah. How could chemicals be so good for you? <laughs> I bathe myself in them. Um, <coughs> here is uh, Tom, Iowa. You're on one of us. Hello? Yeah, well, what can we do for you, buddy? Hey, Ron, I got a question for you. I started to get on a double 07 kick here, and I watched the first one from 1997, the uh, Royal Casino. Is that the original 007? Yes. Is it really? Yes. I, thought it was, I wasn't sure that was a spoof or By the way, the original 007, his name is Sean Connery. He's also an Oscar winner. He's done a, a plenty of movies. Is that when it started getting serious when Sean Connery uh, started playing him? Well, he started it. He was the first guy. Uh, that the film that you're talking about is the only film that doesn't belong to the the folks who own the entire franchise, so that's why they were able to do that like that. Um, no, it's not a spoof or if you really want to watch these things, you have to go back to watch the original ones. But quite frankly, I mean, um, a guy wearing a suit and nice car who's a spy, yeah, the whole thing is a spoof. Whether you like it or not, because it really doesn't happen that way. Um, here's Chris. Chris, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, fellas. Uh, two of the dirtiest things you got to watch out for, man. It's uh, people's TV remote controls and people's cell phones. Man, I see people come out of the shitter at work all the time with cell phones. Mm-hmm. They say um, TV remotes, man. There's all kinds of shit on them. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Don't use them. <laughs> um, but that would mean you'd also have to get off the couch. Uh, here's uh, David. You're on a fest. Yeah, hey, buddy. I would have... Fez says he doesn't like germs on his food, but he wouldn't mind taking another man's fecal matter into his pee hole. <laughs> well, he's never done that, though. And, I mean, I'm sure a big reason why Fez hasn't done any of that is because it grosses him out. Oh, that's not good. It can't gross you out. It's got to be the exact opposite of grossing out. Like fucking desire and wanting. Yeah, well, he doesn't have that. He has the, I'd like to belong to a community. A community of friendship friends. Friendship friends. Having friends every day. Friendship friends. Having fun every way. And they're gay. Um... Here's Matt. Matt, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, hey guys. Uh, I just want to uh, have had a comment about making my kids eat the, the food off the floor. You know, the first one you had, it was, you know, make sure the floor, floor is clean. Don't let them pick anything up and eat it off the floor. And then the next one comes and you put more work into that food. And, and then you've got maybe a five or ten second roll. And then the third one shows up, and they better eat. All three of them better be eating anything they drop on the floor. 
Well, you know, like we, how many times has Dave eaten out of the trash can here? Right? Uh, I can't even tell you. And Dave doesn't die. He's quite healthy. I never see him sick. No. I mean, isn't it weird that Fez is a clean freak? Fe- Dave will eat food out of the fucking floor. Uh, I mean, out of the trash can. And Dave is healthier. Hey, uh, one, one day. Shade 45 threw a big-ass bag of chicken wings that were in the garbage, that were on top of the garbage. I ate something. Uh, you know, I always notice that when guys eat out of the trash, they say on top of the garbage. It was on top of the garbage. But everyone goes out of their way to say on top of the garbage. <laughs> like it's some, oh, oh, in that case, go ahead. It's freshly thrown out. We don't have to go digging for now it. Now you make me want chicken wings, though. Fucking starving. <sighs> Gotta find a chicken wing spot around here. <sighs> oh, it's Hooters. <laughs> there was that one fried chicken spot that was ridiculous. Uh, Todd, you're on Run of Fez. How you doing, buddies? Yeah. Uh, the original bond was George Lazen. No, he wasn't. Uh-uh, that's, he came after uh, Sean Connery. He was in On Her Majesty's Secret one. Service, all right, 69. All right, all right, all right. To feed off of that. No, you're not. You're what? fucking wrong. You're you wrong. get feed off of something wrong, that you're wrong, wrong about. You called him a shit no fucking sense. You're a lunatic. You're a you liar. You're a fucking loony bit. You're a maniac, <laughs> and you're a bad fucking person with no. no dick. But then he goes, well, forget the thing that I just said to you as if it was bad. <laughs> the, that, that my original point, retard, don't worry about yeah, it. Forget that. <laughs> that was, but the feed off of that. <laughs> I mean, uh, so many pe- people have brought up to us. Well, why don't we do the lifeboat with the Bond character, Bond guys who played it? But that guy would be fucking thrown off by everybody. <laughs> what? Flansby, fuck him. And by the way, uh, that Liz Sets Fire got her entire gang and fired them up because she's such a leader to go against my guy yesterday. Get <sighs> Smokey. Smokey went out. That's. Insanity. What are you going to do? Everybody has different feelings. Like, oh, let's do what Liz Sets Fire says. Fuck Ron. Fuck Ron. I hope he fucking chokes on his goddamn love. Who's fucking saying that? Of this stuff. In my imagination. Like, people that don't exist, but in my imagination, they do. Look, Stevie Wonder. And then sometimes their faces go in a counterclockwise circle. Shit, that's fucking And they're just laughing at Smokey. At that. Um, Off-putting. By the way, more people write to me. I think than anything that we've done in a long time and say, I play Lifeboat with my friends, or I went on a fucking car trip and I play Lifeboat. It is the best game that we've invented in some time. It's fun as fuck. I love a Lifeboat. We need to play it more, but I seem to keep it only when somebody comes in that I like to argue with. (laughs) I've got to have argumentative skills to that. Oh, Stevie Wonder, how the hell did you just survive? Because he got the Liz Sets Fire double thumbs up stamp of approval. Oh, I didn't know fucking Liz Sets Fire was some sort of goddamn cult leader. Liz went and set the fire. Now Smokey Robinson burned in it. Um, Bert, you're on the run of Fez show. Okay, what about antimicrobial surfaces and hand sanitizers are killing all the pussy germs, and then we make super germs? So that's why hospitals are removing antimicrobial surfaces. Let me tell you something. Every time someone says they have to have a procedure done, they go, we want to do this in the doctor's office, 
because there's so much MRSA in the hospital oh. that we don't want to do it. Now, the <laughs> hospital has the fucking hand sanitizers everywhere. Yeah. And they're actually creating worse things that you can get. That is fucked up. Modern medicine screwing us over. Well, they have my actually, apartment. that's not true. I mean, it has kept us. No, they're I creating mean, superbugs. Yeah, they are. But they're not. They also keep us alive to catch those superbugs. But then they're going to create some superbug one day. That's the plague that's going to destroy Can't, mankind. Well, you're talking about is contagious. Yeah. Uh huh. Didn't start the fire. This might be the worst thing that's ever happened to America. <laughs> this is like having a fucking substitute teacher read to you. I, I'm going to just imagine that this got done on Glee by a teacher singing it. Oh, uh, why not? Yeah. No. Billy Joel. Hicks, have you ever come up with a uh, light bulb? I thought uh, Rushmore. Because when I came up, what, what? Oh, Rushmore was yours, baby? Yeah. Good one. That was a very, very good one. We actually got very ugly with each other. <laughs> the whole. But when I came up with this one, I was told immediately by the editor, that seems a little racist. Huh? And my response was, you're racist. I don't see colors except for blacks. And whites. That's it. That's the only thing I use to separate people. And that's still separating them. Well, I'm okay with a Rickon and a Chinaman. They don't like the name Chinaman. Who doesn't? The China, Chinese people. I would fucking love that nickname. They, they think it's probably a little, you know. What do they want to call? Be called Ch- Chinese people. Over Chinaman. Yeah. Over the Chinaman. I can understand the Chinese women being upset. That's because you are a Chinese woman. Scary. Only your tits are bigger. And your eyes are more squinty. Tiger mom. It's a tiger mom. What if tiger mom was a tiger mom? Fucking rip her throats out. Yeah, guy, crank it up. So <laughs> this is stuff. This is stuff that's happened, though, throughout history. Oh my God! Just stop it. He threw Wheel of Fortune into it. It's just like the Iran Contra. <sighs> oh, you know, I noticed that they've been playing down in the piss house. Uh, they've been playing the Bruce Channel. So the last couple of times I've been pissing, I fucking pissed the racing in the streets. Is everyone just hanging out in there now? Yeah. And just fucking dance. It's like we're at a live show, guys. Some guys come home from work and get washed up and go racing in the streets. Well, Jersey's just a Jersey place. <laughs> I know. You're from Jersey. He really likes it. It's Jersey Dogs and your Jersey face. He should just fucking write a song called Jersey, Jersey, Jersey. It would go to number fucking one. 
Let's bring the lights down a little bit. This song's dedicated to everybody out there in Jersey. That's where I'm from! Yeah. Bruce! He's really like a fucking greaser in this song. They never play us in the bathroom, though, because we curse. Yeah. That would f- possibly freak out a guest. You know the the boss that is the worst curse he hates to hear on our show? No. Fuckhole. Oh, no. Doesn't like fuckhole? Yeah, because it sounds like we're fucking someone in their fuckhole. <laughs> That's the way he put it. Come on, it's a great description of something. That's the fuckhole. Oh, I, I was... Shitting in the shitter yesterday, and I heard someone bragging about how they um, called facilities because someone had written an under in the, one of the urinals, "tiny cock" with a arrow pointing down. <laughs> so they're like, "That was if a guest saw that, that would be totally uh, insane." I had to, I have to fucking call facilities, get this taken off immediately. I was like, "Keep it on there." It's fucking funny. Why not just write under it? If that's a fucking tiny cock, I'd hate to see a big one because it would destroy a woman. <laughs> Or just fucking take a picture of your cock and fucking tape it up and go, Really? Then let's see your dick. Show it off, buddy. Me and my best friend's mother, we had anal sex. <laughs> and I did her right there on the floor. That, this is bad playing. And I fucked her mouth and I fucked her ass and called her my mama whore. She's taking her fuck hole, Bruce. Wouldn't it be great if Bruce just went off that way just sometimes? <laughs> <It'd> be- just <laughs> fucking doing disgusting parodies about his own son. <laughs> I'd start going to Bruce fucking gigs. <laughs> what if he just tied a cow hole, a cowbell to his dick? Just started swinging it back and forth. Going like this. <laughs> yeah! This is the greatest live show I've ever seen. <laughs> They'd be going nuts for four hours. He's swinging a cowbell around his dick. How's your cock not tired by now? This is the fucking second encore. Can you believe at his age how much he gives? I had to hear that so much with the Bruce things. Yeah. It's nonstop. Just, you know, Bruce, Bruce, Bruce. Boom. Birdie dum bum, birdie dum. He's a genius. He's a working man, you know. He's a working man. He's yeah, he's shit. just like us, Jersey. How, how long has he been of giant stuff for? Thirty years. Thirty plus. He was on the. He was the first rock star. This was the biggest thing for him. That he was put on Time Magazine and Newsweek, and it was the exact same week. So that if you, in those days, that was the news. You know, he would go out to a newsstand. Those were the two magazines that would be sitting there. So to see the same guy on it, Why? and he wasn't the president. Oh. You know, he was basically, at the time, somewhat of an unknown rock guy, at least the most of the country. That was giant. Now they just announced this today, not printing Newsweek anymore. Nope. They're taking it to be an online subscription-only magazine. Yeah, I was. Nice I don't know. Morning. Do people go and buy subscription online things? I'm trying. Unless it's porn, no. And even then. And even then, that that has stopped. No. You know, the old days is like when on by the old days, I mean the '90s. You would pay for some porn, but not anymore. Um, here's Eric in DC. You're on the Running Face Show. Yeah, I got a spy report. 
Spy report. Spy report. Spy report. Spy report. Spy report. The boys spy report. Spy 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 report. Spy report. 20 years old. Spy spy report. That contains Well, first they call it perversion files and it contains the names of thousands of pedophiles and homos. That have been in the in, in the scouts, people that have been accused, thrown out. Some of them were never thrown out. All kinds of uh, stuff in there, and there's going to be tons of people's names coming out that have been that have had um, accusations against them that the Boy Scouts covered up, or they just kind of dealt with it quietly and never turned them in. The Boy Scouts in the Catholic Church. Um, Probably lead the league in people that have been accused of being gay, and, but with children, I mean, if it's not just gay. Well, that was, that's pedophiles, right? Gay with children. Gay pedophiles. Are there any other types of pedophiles other than gay pedophiles? Oh yeah, there's guys that touch little girls. Yes, there's a lot more of those than there are guys touching little boys. How do you know? They've done studies. Who's they? What's the study? Let's hear it. Let me find it. Okay. I would have thought it was the other way around. I thought it would have been dudes diddling boys. I don't know. If you talk to most girls, they say something happened to them when they were younger. I would say majority of the girls I've ever talked to said something happened. Some weird fucking uncle situation. Mm, could be uncle, could be just like fucking older neighbor, whatever. Bum, 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 bum. Having trouble finding it now. Mm. Well, we've got all the time in the world. Why don't we break? Yeah. Why don't we break during the research part of this show? <laughs> uh, we'll be right back with... Uh, well, I guess the end of the program today, huh? Yeah, yeah. After this, take it to the limit. It's been a lovely day, though. It was nice to see. As fast as Dana went up, she went down. I don't know what took so long. I got to talk to Sam. Why did it take so long before he brought that tape in? Because we gave it to him immediately, right? Um, they were made aware, yeah. Just the way you say that, where the fucking verbiage changes a little bit. What? It's like a Mitt Romney thing that you do. Mid flop. Absolutely 100%, I think. <laughs> Fairly sure, anyway. But definitely. Still or search not. Him. We do it on our search. We'll be right back. It's the Run and Fez Show. This is Tracy Ullman uh, singing the song, one of our former Unmasked, one of my favorite, actually. She was great. She was really awesome. 
even though she was grabbing at me and being unruly, she's the type of girl that can get away with that. She's fun. Then she's like, look at me, I'm just an old cow. She's adorable. That was the other one, uh, everything that she like, acted like she knew about me. I like it was true when she was freaking out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, I did do that. You're good. I know, she tried to turn me into some like rock radio cliche. So I was just like, disagreeing with everything. Uh, got a call from Shaq. It looks like uh, Kokomo Joe is going out on the a road. Well, Fez has been searching the internet to prove a point. Yep, and here's a quote from the American Psychological Association that says, Another myth about homosexuality is the mistaken belief that gay men have more of a tendency than heterosexual men to sexually molest children. There is no evidence to suggest that homosexuals molest children more. And actually, according to these studies, gay men are actually less likely to molest children. There you have it. He got that off about.com. Well worth the wait. Well, I fucking feel like an asshole. Yeah. I feel like, thank God for reading about.com. I would have bet any amount of money. I would rather even hear a quote like that than have a discussion. I just want a quote read to me. Quote time? Quotations. Uh, the truth is, most men molest. It's just a matter of who they're doing it to. Um, Joe, Utah, you're on Fez. Hey, I love the uh, Fez quotes. Yeah. Hey, I got a spy report. Oh, good. Spy report. Spy report. Spy report. Spy report. Uh, spy report. Uh, spy report. Spy report. Spy report. I'm sorry, what? Spy report. I won't say anything. Spy report. Starship Troopers is coming on in a couple days in on cable. Oh, it's on constantly on cable, isn't it? Yeah, it's on every weekend. It's a bug planet. Oh, that's Planet P. Got them bugs whacked us, Johnny. Oh, Johnny, it's home. It's B.A. Why do they have giant flat screens all over that fucking... They needed them, dude. It's the fucking future. (laughs) Do you want to know more? Curious about the giant flat screens? (laughs) Curious about these bugs that are going to be sucking your brains out and murdering your family on other planets. It's afraid. (laughs) It's afraid. MPH, baby. Giant fucking... (laughs) 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 (laughs)
Hey, Ron, how you doing? This is Jim from Jersey. I, I, I want to talk to Fez for a second, if I can. He's right here. Okay, Fez. Yes. Uh, before, yes, before you start screaming at me, sort of like hear me out and maybe, uh, you know, try to, try to judge me by what I say. Now, I understand that, you know, while your father was alive, you know, you wasn't comfortable coming out of the closet. And then when your father passed away, you were comfortable coming out of the closet. Is that correct? Okay, go ahead. Okay. And now that you're out of the closet, you seem to think that everybody should be out and screaming for equal rights and on the side of gays and gay marriage. And don't you think maybe not everybody could come out and support and scream, I, want, I love gays, because they're uncomfortable about what their family may think of them? Well, I, yeah, I've always said that people should come out in their own time. I mean, and Lord knows it took me long enough. Oh, yes, okay. Uh, you seem so, to think, like, people should vote depending on gay, the gay situation. You feel that people should, you know, be behind... I think if people are Americans and believe in the freedom of this country, that, yeah, other people should have the, the same freedoms, that everybody should have the same rights. If your dad was still alive, would you be screaming about all of this? Yes, you would be screaming that the gays should be equal? and Yes, you know, I would if my father was alive. My father loved gay people. Okay. All right, well then, you know, I, I've been listening to the show for a long time. And Do you have a I, point? The, yes, I have a point. My point was that maybe not everybody could, could come out and support gay people freely because they're uncomfortable with the way they're being perceived in their own family life their friends, and, and, and society in general. Well, if, if that's the case, then I guess Mitt Romney's your guy. If that's the only reason you won't vote for Obama, because Obama is gay marriage, it's, uh, is pro-gay marriage, it's pretty ridiculous. No, 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 no. Because I don't, oh, I voted for Obama, I don't want to be seen as possibly gay. I think it's a kind of stupid argument you brought up. No, what I'm saying is that if the vote for Obama just because he he's for gay marriage and not good for the country is sort of ludicrous. And I I agree. Either either uh, my opinion is either. I think I think equality that. is another thing that's good for this country as well. Right. Okay. Well, Obama's situation is Obama wants to. The avocado is not running right. You need to fix the engine first before you put nice wheels or rims and put a paint job on it. You need to fix the engine. He doesn't know how to fix the engine. Uh, Why not just say you're pro Romney then, instead of instead of trying to drag my dead father into this? You're ridiculous. The call actually wasn't for a political reason. The the call was to say to you that it's sort of hypocritical for you to want everybody to stand up for gays. If if when people can't, all, all people can't. Stand I want up. people to stand up for equality in this country. Uh, equality is one thing. Another thing is, is standing up for gay. All right, guys, funny yeah. stuff. Appreciate it. 866 Ron Zero Fez. 866 Ron Zero Fez. I was listening to a Philly sports station the other day, and some car goes like this. People always ask me what's worse than death. And I will tell them. Betrayal, and that's exactly what Andy Reid did to Juan Castillo the other time. 
I go, first of all, I know for a fact no one asked you what's worse than death. And you have the betrayal. You don't know that. Someone could be going to this guy. And I don't know why a guy guy who got moved from offensive line coach to defensive coach wasn't successful. I'm as stunned as anyone. Weird. Ba 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 do 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 do. Uh, Joe, Joe, you're on the run of Fed show. Hey, how are you guys doing today? Hey, buddy. Hey, uh, I was thinking, our city here in Grand Island, Nebraska, they tried to pass a gay rights law, and they shot it down. It was uh, shot down unanimously by all the city council people. And I'm kind of really for that. I really like the fact they did that. Because I don't think it, I think it's worse and harder for, for gays to be uh, uh, individuals if they have a law that specifically says, you are gay, it's okay to be gay, and we're going to protect you for being gay. It's just my opinion. And it makes no sense. It makes no sense. No. No, you're in favor, you're in fa- you want out- gays outlawed? No, it's not a matter that I want gays outlawed. It's not a special law that says gays are are special or different than me. No, it doesn't. It never means any of that bullshit that people say. It's not giving anyone anything more than what everyone else has. It's not special rights. It's such a fucking bullshit argument. Same rights that everybody else does. You know exactly. That's... You, know what, you can't walk around with your dick hanging out down the street just like I can't walk around with my dick hanging down the street, hanging out drunk down the street. I have a fucking child. I have a family. I produce. What the fuck do you bring to the table, motherfucker? All right. Um, funny stuff, guys. Appreciate it. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Mark. Mark, you're on the Ron Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. Got my ears are bleeding here. Anyway, um, they just released a report here in Philadelphia, uh, the, the coroner's report on the autopsy on Andy Reid's son, and they just released the cause of death as a heroin overdose. I just wanted to pass that along. Uh, tough one. Very, very tough one. Um, it is really uh, weird to see so many people being rough on, you know, Andy Reid, d- despite everything that he's went through. But that is the fucking arena, isn't it? Don't produ- don't get Fez, you're out crying. No, I'm fine. You're crying. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand the hate. I just don't get it. What happened? Who hates? These callers that just hate gay people so much. I just don't get it. I hope you callers are fucking satisfied now. Took a bunch of Dana's calling in. Please, Dana's got her own fucking mess. She's like (laughs) Napoleon. She's but why are you laughing when Fez is crying? The Dana thing. But why don't you have people? You know why can't you try to cheer Fez up? Fez is gonna be okay. There you go. Fez, do these people have the eight gays? You've actually never fucking made anyone feel better in your life, have you? I just noticed that now. I'm not, I'm really not good at it, man. I don't know what to do. I'm like, you're gonna, you have to deal with this. I can't help you. (laughs) You got you upset though, Fez? Yeah, just. Guy doesn't know me. He probably doesn't know any gay people. And he just hates. I know eventually it's going to change, but I just I just I don't see, get it, dude. I could see you being like a leader, like a a Martin Luther Queen. 
I mean, you won't be, you know, what are you laughing at? I said Martin Luther Queen. Yeah, but that wouldn't, don't you, doesn't that kind of make a little bit of sense? Like, you're not going to get over the mountaintop with them. He's white. Um, Mitchell, you're on the wrong face. Report. Why would I even call <laughs> What the fuck? Where did that even come from? <laughs> Here's your thing now, though, Fez. It seems like you're limited to reading, screaming, or crying. Yeah. I'm very limited. Not a lot of control over the emotions. But not even a lot of give and take. Like even here, it's short sentences. You don't want to be in a discussion. You don't want to be talking. Like in just a regular thing. Not fighting or anything. Just talking. Yeah. it's. I mean, I, the thing started off to... And then I, I start crying. It. I mean, even when I knew that you wanted to go find some kind of thing to prove a point. Like, you don't have to do that. You could just fucking say what's on your mind. I never see this fucking Hicks looking up anything. I don't know shit. Uh, Bruce, you're on the Run of show. Ron, are we grounded? Did we do something wrong? Why can't we have a 3 o'clock snack? I promise I'll do my homework before I look. I think people just got uh, a little tired of the 3 o'clock snack. and I love a snack. We decided to take it down a little bit and give it a rest. You know... Lord knows if you know people want it, we bring it back. But why do the same stuff? Do, do, yogurt slinger, you're on running Fez. Yeah, uh, kind of a spy alert. Spy report. Spy report. On the, oh, that's where I got report. <laughs> that's where I got the Ryan Fez report from. <laughs> Listen, I want to let you know that there is a new law passed that you can walk down the street with your dick hanging out. That's good news. I think Fez, that's a win. Well, I mean, I hope for everyone they can, you know, hang their dick out. Show it off, everybody. Jeff from California, you're on Yeah, the incidence of uh, government statistics has shown the incidence of homosexuals molesting children is up to 40 times greater than heterosexuals. That was from a recently released government survey. Wow. So. 40 times more, Fez. Yep. Damn, yo. You. Love you guys. Bye. Peace. Do, 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 You all right now, Fez? I'm okay. Got it back up on. I'm trying to think of a caller ever made me cry before. Can't think of a reason. I know I've been pissed off by him before. But crying... You shouldn't let these people get to you, Fez. You, you know what, though? That just shows that you're sensitive. Huh? Isn't that like one of the things that you say? I think, I, maybe. Yes. Too I remember we, when we were a kid, um, we used to say this, and it always helped us. You're the N-word and I'm glue. So, you know what I mean? That was a way... To relax with it and get down. Now, in hindsight, uh, we weren't glue at all. Oh, boy. Paul, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yo, what's up, boys? Fezzy, how old are you? 
It what do you, doesn't what do you matter. Want? What the fuck do you want? Uh, why are you, why are you mad like that? Because I just see it coming anymore. It just doesn't matter. I'm not even going to take it then. I won't take any more calls for you. No calls. It's already done. I'm sure there was another gay slam getting ready to be made. I don't know. I know a lot of gay guys. I never see them fighting like this, though. With like, with like straight regular people or something? Yeah. No. I know a guy who was out in the 80s, did radio, never battled that. Of course, he always used to be rough on gay people, too. No, oh, yeah. Yeah, he would always go like this when they were trying to be nice to him. Oh, butch up. It's <laughs> great. He wouldn't take any. Hey, we're all gay together. <laughs> Whatever. He only liked the fucking and sucking dick part of the gay thing, and not so much like, hey, let's all get together and. He just wanted to get off. Yeah. He just, that's just he likes. Yeah. Fuck, dudes. All right. Sounds fun. That guy. Rorschach says this to FS. Please get out of there and live your life, brother. It's not up to you to take on the burdens of the whole community. There's some truth to that. Joe in Nebraska, you made Fez cry today. Does that make you feel stronger and better about yourself? Well, he's a better person. He has a wife and a child. Summer writes in, oh, when did you guys start replaying yesterday's show? We do tend to get back to this. But it's where Fez likes to jump in. I mean, he wrote you that great thing earlier about fucking kids and TV shows that don't fit in. Nobody would call in for that. This you love, Conan. Look, I could sit here and go to lines for the next fucking two hours. Well, that's it, folks. We Satellite of Love is up and running. I hope one day to live in a world where everyone, straights and gays, Jews and Christians and Muslims, blacks and whites and Asians and Hispanics are all burning. After massive nuclear explosions, at the same time, meteors are hitting. That's the world I dream in. At the same time? We will all burn together. I always like to say this. Yeah? If we don't burn together, then we've got to learn together. And I say that because it rhymes. I want to thank my best friend, Shaq. For coming in here and smashing his head. Oh, one more thing. This is important. Uh, that's the end of my show. Donk. <laughs>